Moralia Python Radio with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. <laughs> can you hear me now, Owen? Yeah, I can hear you. Why, are you why aren't you talking? No, the My show was starts, muted. you talk, and then we move forward. Don't do this to me. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, it's like spinning. I'm like, no, silent. here we go. Yeah, no, uh, I don't like it when you change it up, and you know that. <laughs> so, yeah. You know. Yeah, right. Some bullshit. Uh, Start the show. So, uh, <laughs> All right. Good evening, everybody. Right. Welcome to another episode of Morelia Python Radio. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking with David Van Houten. Houten? Houten. Yeah, I know I probably screwed that. Probably screwed that up. Right, yeah, <laughs> I think it's Houghton. David Von Houghton from KD Selective Creations. Um, we're going to be talking carpet pythons. Uh, he, you know, his approach to keeping and breeding and all that kind of stuff. But the cool thing that we wanted to talk about is some of the projects that he was working out. He was the first guy to produce the albino super zebra. Which, you know, for a lot of people that may or may not know, some people thought that it couldn't be done. Uh, you know, there was a lot of debate about them dying in the egg and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But obviously, it's it's been produced. So um, we'll talk about that. Um, maybe talk about, how you know, I don't know how many sheds are in or what it looks like now. But, uh, you know, we're probably right. up to maybe second shed or something like that. But uh, it should be cool. But before we do that. Uh, what's going on with you, Owen? Uh, we're like neck deep in babies right now, dude. It's nuts over here. Um, like all the corn snakes like erupted out of the eggs all at once. I actually got like the clutches mixed up because I had a snow to snow clutch hatching at the same time as a ghost to snow clutch. So there were snows in both clutches and they all hatched out. And I'm like, I got, I have no idea who belongs to who. So oh boy. it's just, it's like, and corn snakes. So you know, maybe next year I don't put all the corn snake eggs in one box, but I don't know. But it, it, so, it, there's a lot of freaking snakes. <laughs> when dealing with corn snakes and corn snake yeah. uh, enthusiasts, I mean, is that is are they? I am uh, particular... the worst corn snake breeder for them. I I they are very. I, I'm like I'm like look corn snakes, and they're like you have a motley, and I'm like oh what now? And like you know, and that's it's not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a good. Oh, you're that guy. Oh, I am not a good. <laughs> I'm not a good corn snake breeder. I mean, oh, I get them, but I don't. Like, I'm not sitting there going, I shall breed the sun glow to the sun kissed orange sponsored by Pepsi, and then I shall have all these. It's like that's. I'm just like corn snake boy, meet corn snake girl, give corn snake babies. Like that's kind of the extent of what we're going for here. So, oh man, you know, so from I the ground up, up there, team is cringing over there. Oh, man. they're they hate <laughs> I mean, they he takes such time, and he's got all these really professional pictures. I'm like babies, like that's it's not helpful. So, yeah. um, and it really I use them just to kind of like have as a quick thing to sell at shows or to you know uh kind of help pad the expense account when it comes to rodents so to throw them up there and then have all these really you know far better corn snake breeders try to pick apart what i've produced and i go i don't know they're like you got this this and this i'm like sure let's go with that it's like that's not i know i must be frustrating several people so (laughs) 
Whatever. Sorry, sorry, corn snake sorry. enthusiast. <laughs> you know, eventually, just take them away and give me pine snakes. Give me something where I can't hurt hurt you. So, yeah. yeah. Have you ever? Do you have bull snakes? No, but I have pines, and they're kind of semi-related. I work with bulls. Um, have at you the zoo. thought about getting them? <sighs> That's the problem. Is like you know, I already have that scratch like itched with the pine snakes. So, right. and I'm like. And I'm like, I'm happy with my two pine snakes. And then I go to, I told you, I, I got called to this Petco or this pet shop that I will not name, but I accidentally just did. Um, because <laughs> Good job. Shut up. Um, they, somebody walked in the door with a box full of snakes and pretty much just dropped them off at this store. And they mm-hmm. called me because I knew somebody who worked there. And in one of the boxes was uh, an albino pine snake. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I'm like, no, oh, no, because <laughs> I didn't want any more pine snakes. I was happy with my pair of pine snakes, but I keep looking at this albino and I'm like, you're so pretty. And if you're a female, you might end up staying. It's like, it's, but yeah, I, I have not thought of, um, I've thought of bulls, but I did not, uh, I, we had some a while ago, but we haven't got any more. Yeah, we got to give a shout out to uh, just popped in my head as we're talking here, but I got to make sure we shout out Dave and Chris uh, over there. At, I guess they're officially scrubpythons.com. Are those guys working as the team? They're I have together no team, idea. <laughs> we're just going to assume that those guys are working we're just together. We're going to assume it, yeah. yeah. But, uh, they kind of work together out. in their one collection. <laughs> yeah. They hatched out some tannin bars. Um, they had two clutches of scrubs on the ground. Uh, that's pretty yeah. uh, pretty impressive. Um, you know, say which again. This <laughs> this is always funny, man. I know like the yes. scrub guys kind of have their own little camps too now. And from what I see, I don't really follow it as much as I do with you know say carpet pythons. But um, Say what you will, but he's producing scrubs, so <laughs> exactly. I don't I know, really man. <laughs> I really can't argue. You're not doing it right, Chris. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got nothing now. You yeah. Know, if, if somebody, next thing is, if somebody had, like, say somebody had, like, Bolins in, like, 45 gallon long tanks, I'd be like, that's not set up correctly. And then, like, they breed every year. I'd be like, I don't know what I'm talking about. It's like, I, that's, <laughs> you have to. You have to admit after a certain point that you like clearly I'm I'm wrong. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, more power to those guys. And uh like we said before, we've kind of seen a downturn in scrub production. They're like, you know, they're they're being brought in and then maybe a few people are getting lucky and hitting a clutch or two, but nobody's really like actively trying to get this locality to breed and that locality to breed or breed for orange or yellow and these animals. So to see those guys kind of set up those projects is really cool. So, yeah. 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 They got a lot of uh, cool stuff for sure. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm going back dealing with David all the way back. I mean, I know he's been doing it longer than this, but I remember first meeting him in about 2009 when I I bought my first scrub Python from him. And, uh, you know, it was just, I was just so impressed with his, uh, I don't know, just the way he 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 sort of knew what was going on, a student of the serpent, if you will, type of deal. And, yeah. you know, it just shows in the results. Scrubs are not easy to breed, man. <laughs> scrubs are not, not easy. Scrubs are breed. not easy. Scrubs are not easy, no. period. End of subject. No, no that's so, it. 
so I don't want any. I'm done, dude. Uh uh. I'm pretty uh-uh. yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with having them around, you know. I have uh the only ones I'm missing, obviously I don't have King Horn Eye. Um, but uh <laughs> I need a uh but soon. <laughs> yeah, right. I need a sarong uh Barneck and then I would have the Northerns, the Southerns, the Highlands. The only other ones that I would want really when it comes mm. to like Barnecks is the uh the Kofi Owls. I, I really yeah. like the way and I had one. See? You did it's a curse of you scrubs, did. man. You had, I had her. a female. Well look on the bright side. Chris and Dave might breed her, so it's really you can just get Kofi as that way. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, that, I mean that makes me happy that that guys are actually having success. And you know who I would yeah. love to talk. I don't know if they talk, but you know David and um, Keith should talk. You know because maybe they can mm. tap into uh, that for the Bolton's pythons. Because yeah, obviously they're doing I'm something. Sure they right. they mm. must have had some interactions. I mean Keith's been pretty much run around being Keith for how long? It's ridiculous. So I mean they <laughs> yeah. must have had some interaction somewhere. Right. So, yeah. He put up a pretty good post the night before we came on, and it was basically talking about how, uh, in a nutshell, you know, how in awe he is of uh, having a species like that in his collection. And do you have those animals every once in a while when you go into your snake room and you had a bad day or whatever, and you go in and you're like, I can't believe I'm working. Yes. That's probably rough scale. You, you know you, right? I do. Exactly. <laughs> say, like, you, yeah, yes, you know I do. And yes, you know right. which ones they are. It's like, you know, I I, I, I went downstairs to feed um, the little ones and then juveniles that are growing up and stuff like that tonight. And on uh-huh. that list are the roughies. So, you know, of course, I like save them for last and I wanted to see them both and watch them come out and get the food. And, you know, the female had just shed. So I wanted to see her color without disturbing her too much. So yeah, of course it's them. Of course it's them. <laughs> so you know. are you breeding them this upcoming season? Is that possible? Uh, or they... Maybe it depends on the girl boys, big enough boys rolling, but girl might not be. So if, if not, let's see, if not 2019, definitely 2020. Yeah, I mean, my E.B. Morelia collection is like, you know, I'm just kind of slacking over here with not having know, right? uh, hey, 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 <laughs> one of the hey, coolest Morelia hey, around. Hey, you can go you can go fix it or you can wait and get a free pair or you shut your mouth. It's, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> well, I've been waiting, you know, I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a patient waiting, guy. Right? I've only been waiting for white lips and other shit that I've been trying over here. Clearly, yeah. I can do corn snakes that I have no idea what the hell they are. <laughs> but everything else is a mystery to me. Yeah, just apply that same yeah, that same uh, knowledge to uh, you know ruffies. To, yeah, just to ruffies. hope to God they're Freedom if they like become like, if they become IJs for me, I quit. I quit life. I don't want to if I can't reproduce from oh, scales. I don't, <laughs> don't want to live. <laughs> now I don't know because I don't really follow rough scales that much. But I mean, are they have they proven difficult to breed? I mean, no. I know like there's a couple guys that have so successfully done it but i know there's a couple more that have tried and you know i think well, like, i think uh, it all goes back with a few of those people who uh have been unsuccessful with producing them are ones who got adult pairs and put them to put them in their nah. room and tried for two years and went screw these things get them out like and that gotcha. you know duh um yeah dude like that's that's why i wanted these two back from andrew as soon as possible because i want them acclimated and dude it took me you you heard it took me months to get the mail on the same page as me. 
you know? Right. And that's, that's just the way they are. So uh, I think I'll have a good shot. You know, am I calling it? Like, am I pointing at the fence? Hell no. Like, dude, I barely <laughs> know what carpet python's going to produce a year. Like, you know, it's, but uh, I would definitely want to give, uh, I definitely want to give that one a shot. I've heard more that the babies can be finicky and can be, um, hard to get started and stuff like that. I mean, hopefully I've done enough with pythons. I imagine there could be one or two that are going to give me a run for my money, but, uh, you know, we have a toolbox of tricks and trades, you know, you've, you've been breeding for 10 freaking years. You better pick up something, Owen. So, you know, we'll yeah. go from there. Yeah. Usually I go to you for the tips and tricks. I know, right. Kind of stuff, <laughs> you know, like, Hey, Owen, um, yeah. <laughs> surprisingly though, my season, dude, I can't believe it. I'm knocking on my mm. desk on the wood, mm. but like surprisingly, yeah, everybody's pretty much eaten. There's a couple holdouts for sure. Of course, they're albino shit, as it always is. Dumbasses. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm now, pretty, did, pretty did happy. Did you do mostly? Did you do mostly live, or have you done frozen thaw? I did live one time, mm. um, and I didn't even really do that much. The problem with yeah. live is, is that by the time, like, I get them through Matt, and like. Yeah whatever reason I don't make it there for a day or so. And then like half of what was in there is usually dead. Right. You know, because, taken away from their mother and you know, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, so I kind of, I said, you know what, let me try this season. Let me just see if I can get them to go frozen thawed and see what it is. I think my opinion, I think that they like the, the hot to hide. And what I've been mm-hmm. using is, and I, I got this trick from the, the uh, actually from Matt, um, but I use that sphagnum moss and I just kind of clump it in there, you know, rather than like a hide, they can just kind of like go in there. And what I found is I just leave that, you know, uh, hopper in overnight, come back, good to go. Now the Exanic I chase or head Exanic or whatever the hell. <laughs> whatever you want to um, call it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, those, they're just, they're just little freaking bastards. And, uh, <laughs> I like that cause they eat good. You know, it's you're right. Like they they don't, I don't care. They don't need to be nice to me. I hope everyone understands when they're like, what's the temperament on it? God, I hope it's nasty. Like that's the, <laughs> you know, that's, that's the question I don't ask. It's, you know, I, I, I want it to be evil because then it's going to eat. You know, obviously yeah. they're the ones that are too feisty and will constantly try to bite thin air. But when a baby python comes out and shows like aggression, I'm like, you're gonna be a you're gonna be a no problem feeder. So when people are like, I want one that eats really well and has a very calm disposition, I'm like, let me go check my unicorn in the back. Like, you know, right. that's come on, guys. <laughs> right, right, no doubt. Um, mm-hmm. So we're just waiting for uh, David to call in. He was on there, and I was going to click him on, but uh, he dropped off. So it's pretty cool. We oh, there he is. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so uh, All right. yeah, let, let's get this going and sweet talk some carpet pythons. Hey, David, welcome to Morelia Python Radio. Good to have you. How you doing? Good. How are you guys? We're doing all right. So. Uh, David, like, you know, obviously with everybody that comes on the show, uh, we definitely want to know, uh, what got you into reptiles? Uh, where'd you start and how'd you start? Uh, 
I started as soon as I was moved out of my parents' house because I wasn't allowed to have anything like that. And parents, I could have as many aquariums as I wanted, but they had to be full of fish. Um, <laughs> okay. And soon, as soon as I moved out of my parents' house, I started 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 up a small collection of sorts. Um, this was about the time the uh, National Reptile Breeders Expo show was just starting up. I went to like the first couple years. It was it was actually in existence. Picked up a couple, you know, a couple different snakes, you know, really, really pretty corn snakes, things like that. Uh, somewhere along the way while checking it all out, uh, I noticed uh, jungle carpet python. And I was like, wow, those things are really, really pretty, but they were too big for anything I wanted to do. And it wasn't until a couple of years later that I was really able to set up a reptile room that I, I actually started going down the python route as opposed to mostly just the small colubrids and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that puts us into what, the early 90s? <laughs> okay. So, um, what's the collection currently? Can you kind of give us a brief overview of what you're working with now and kind of how it's grown a little um, bit over the years? You know, it's, it's, well, it's changed a lot over the years. I mean, it's changed a hell of a lot over the years. Um, you know, when it, when, you know, I've, I've been through the albino berms. I've been through the various assorted albino, uh, boas, um, you know, all when they were, you know, honestly, you know, my first pair of sharp strain albino boas, I bought for 7,500 bucks for the pair of them. So this Holy is going, <laughs> this is going way back. Okay. <laughs> you know, it was, I believe it was Brian's second clutch of them. Um, wow. So, you know, it, it goes, it goes way back. That's, that's when I really started. That was the first time I really fell in love with the jungle. Um, and so I had some, I had, couple different nice pairs of you know jungle carpets at that time uh some some really good striped ones and just some really really good bright you know yellow and black ones um and then over the years i came to realize that you know just because you have good parents doesn't mean you're going to produce these screaming babies (laughs) (laughs) true yeah you know all right yeah you were correct (laughs) um you know and so you know it was a little little i don't know disappointed by that shall we say uh and then over at sharp's house once again i saw he had these unreal diamond carpets mm-hmm. um once again we're we're in the the early 90s at this point um had to jump on those meanest things in the world i mean the these were eight foot monsters that would tear your head off worse than any berms i had ever dealt with Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so I was, I was happy to do with that. And then these magical Jaguars showed up in Scandinavia. I don't remember if it was Norway or Sweden specifically. And I was like, Oh my God, we have a carpet Python morph. Um, got to work on getting my hands on these. Uh, a couple of years later, I managed to get a hold of a couple pairs from, uh, Oh my God, what is the guy's name? Craig, uh, Craig something up in Canada. He does, uh, what is it? Um, oh, yeah. What was his name? Oh, shit. <laughs> I have no idea. I know who you're talking about. Help. Yeah. <laughs> I know who you're talking um, about. Right. Um, and then, you know, so I had, I had these two pairs of, of Jags that I spent an absolute fortune on, obviously, because yet again, we were talking 
you know, mid, mid 1990s, 95-ish, something like that. Okay. Um, oh. you, know, you, were, you, were, you were still looking at the, you know, you had all the, these, these quote-unquote, these red hypos that were just ridiculous-looking animals. <laughs> Ridiculous looking. Right. <laughs> um, the red hypo. And then, the uh, red hypo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just it was, it was. What, what the heck is this thing? Yeah. And then, uh, in about two, two and a half years into them, all of a sudden, all my jags are stargazing. Oh. Uh, no, nobody at that time knew that yeah. that was a jaguar gene thing. Yeah. Uh, right. I. When I had all the boas, uh, I had to I had to put down a significant portion of my boa collection due to IBD. Um, and so all of a sudden I see these prized carps, and I'm going, uh, "Are oh, you shit. kidding?" <laughs> oh shit would be the understatement of all time. I was like, uh, it, everything everything I was always told. Um, you know, I'm writing I'm writing uh, Doctor Stahl's Neck of the Woods. When I say Neck of the right. Woods, I mean like a 15 minute car ride neck of the woods i've known him <laughs> hell for years and years and years um and you know obviously there was never any cure for boas and he always told me he said pythons react to it quicker and it, they just deteriorate stupid fast uh okay. i have to be honest i have absolutely no idea what i ended up doing with those jacks but okay it, I, I know i didn't keep them because i was like i've already been through this ibd thing once in my life Mm-hmm. You know, I've done everything. I don't have a single mite in my collection, blah, 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 blah. Yet they still have it. You know, that was a time nobody knew that it was it was much like the spider gene. Well, it, yeah. it's there. Good luck. Um, so I, I, I actually stayed away. I stayed away from carpets for quite a while. I mean, it was I, it was a, a disappointment thing. Uh, right. I, jumped, I jumped on the ball train like everybody else did at that point in time. Same, same sort of deal. You know, I, I had to get my hands on these nerd line lemon pastel ball pythons. <laughs> Yet again, I <laughs> bought for about $7,500 for the pair. Um, wow. And, yeah, now you find them at Petco for 20 bucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that doesn't hurt at all. <laughs> I, I, do, I, I do have to admit, I made so much money on those things, it was unreal. Okay. Um, you know, and, and so I, I was very heavy into the ball market, and then I also I started playing around with with rainbow boas. Uh, li- little fun fact, you guys, you know, I, I know at least Eric, I know you're on the East Coast. I worked yes. with Ian from Outback for about nine years. Okay. Um, pretty much when he was just getting started, uh, and it was just him and I for the bulk of those nine years. So to say I've been through every ball python you've ever seen in your life would be the understatement of all time. Um, <laughs> but I didn't do that. <laughs> uh, so, I, you know, I, I needed to, in 2009, when the economy took a complete shit and, well, the reptile market completely died, I needed to, I, I basically sold off everything. At that point, you know, I had I had albino hognose snakes, you know, because I, I right. was trying to, Yes, I was working with Ian, but I was doing mm. my own thing. I had a huge collection of corn snakes. I had the albino hognose snakes. Uh, I mean, yeah, I did have a couple of balls, but nothing, nothing of any significance in the grand scheme. Okay, yeah, yeah. I had silver streaks and silver bullets and and pastel clowns and and you know I I had all that stuff, but I, I worked with it every day. It was a whatever kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> 
uh, I did, however, always keep the leucistic rainbows that, that I had. Um, just a neat, they're just a neat animal. And, and one of the traits with the leucistic rainbows that, that I found over the years and years is as opposed to every other rainbow, the leucistics I can use as a show animal to take in to kids. Um, so now you're talking about a rainbow boa that pretty much everybody can handle. Yeah, not many of those right. are in the grand field. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm the one shit on everybody. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right. Or, or just you know latch on because rainbows are just crazy. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> so so that was all I kept. Uh, like I said, I, I I literally I sold everything in my collection and I had to quote unquote go get a real job. Um, around about 2009, and mm. it wasn't until two. 2000, I guess it was 2014, 2015. Um, I came to this realization that the albino carpets that, you know, the original one was found in Australia had managed to make their way into circulation pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Yeah, yeah they did. <laughs> I, I, I'm constantly amazed at all these Australian morphs that it's unbelievably illegal to get out of Australia. have made it all <laughs> They're all very um, good swimmers. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, these captive board animals, that, uh, whatever. Australia has the stupidest reptile laws of all time. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> so I decided, okay, you know what? I've always enjoyed my carpets. I now have come to understand that when I bailed on the Jags, it was because it was a genetic thing. It wasn't because, well, they're just going to all up and die on me. Um, and so I started really, really looking at it, and I started talking to people and talking to to breeders, uh, you know, I needed, okay, what do I want to do for caging? What do I want to get? Which, which products do I want to get involved in? Blah, 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 blah. Um, so I, I said, well, okay, I have a pretty good idea of what I want. So this was, like I said, this is uh, 2015. And I said, okay, I want to get my hands on, to start out with, I want to get my hands on some caramel zebra jags head albino that are yearlings. Yeah, we all know how well that ended up. Uh, good luck, make your own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, and 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 I, I, you know, I I would do biz, I would do business with anybody, and they they were all pretty much telling me, yeah, good luck. Nobody nobody has that kind of stuff for sale. Um, mm-hmm. I did pretty well, I came pretty close, but I wasn't able to, you know, I if if for that specific set of combos, yeah, I needed to do my own. Um. And in the process of dealing with uh, Todd Dyer from Psychotic Exotics, uh, we really came up with a, a, a good-sized group of animals that would work. Just happened to throw in certain specific things like, you know, hey, let's, I've got this double head for snow zebra female that will work well into the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and he told mm-hmm. me, he said, he said, you know, I, the albino super zebra is a – it, it, it's a dead end project, you know. Ooh, he told me he about it. <laughs> he, well, he told me about it. He sent me a lot of photographic evidence to follow that up. To be completely honest with you, yeah. I said, "Hey, I got this great double head for snow female. What do you got in the way of double head for snow males that isn't a zebra?" And his response was, "I should have held a lot more back." <laughs> uh, <yeah>. All right. <laughs> ah, I see how this game is going. Um, mm-hmm. So I I ended up picking up 
he he was able to hook me up with just an an albino zebra male. I said, well, this will get me somewhere. It starts going down the road. In addition to everything else that I got to be able to make my, you know, caramel zebra hats, you know, he said, oh, hey, I got this. And he he would show me pictures, you know, as just some of the stuff he's gotten. So, okay, yeah. Oh, hey, look. Hey, that's pretty cool. That's a little different. Oh, well, that's my, this is a, you know, possible super caramel tiger jag. Okay. Um, you know, it was, it was how much cool stuff can you send me to get it going? Right. Um, so I, I, that was sort of the first year, um, I was able to, to get to, to start producing anything. Um, you know, and I had a decent year. I got, I got all but a couple of my females to go the first time. Uh, didn't really change much in the way of what I used to do to breed these things back in the nineties. It's like, well, Hey, this still works. Uh, you know, I, I didn't go through the radical, radical temperature drops that um, we used to do way back in the nineties. You know, basically I would do a night drop where if they, if the Cajun get down to 70 degrees, they get down to 70 degrees for about two months, you know, get them back up to the point. I mean, I, I, I will give a temperature cycle 24 seven to all my animals. Um, so they're, they're generally getting, I think it's about a five to seven degree drop year round anyway. So dropping them, you know, another seven to eight degrees isn't a big deal health wise or whatever, but it, it gets them in gear. That's for sure. It gets the hormones flowing. Sure. Um, so, you know, it's, it's as simple as that, 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 you know, go from 12 hours of light to eight hours of light. Hey, it's, it's, you know, we're just trying to create nature to the best of our ability, and it's what makes things kick in. Um, so I got, I got, so the first year, you know, and, and my focus really started to change. I said, you know, this, this the idea of a snow really, really intrigues me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, well, you know, the only, the only available male I've got that that would help me further along the snow project is this albino zebra. So. First year, I bred the albinos to the, to the zebra double head for snow. Produced a whole bunch of albinos, produced a whole bunch of heads. Uh, my zebra to normal ratio was out of control uh, in a good way, if you're looking for zebras, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it, and it, it, they're all double head for snow stuff. So what are you doing? You're stockpiling. You're not selling a thing. You're not even thinking about selling them. You're just holding them back. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like um, me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's the way the game goes. Um, you know, and then I produced a whole bunch of other stuff, and you you cherry pick a bunch of the stuff, and then you sell you sell the rest of the stuff. Uh, you know, to to add to the colony. You know, I gotta have. You know, I'm still I'm still still working on that sun glow zebra jag out. You know, it's it's you know it's still to be done. It's not an easy thing to produce. You gotta raise stuff up. So I got a you know a collection of things like that that'll that'll make that happen um and then the following year i I was hoping hoping maybe you know i'd be able to acquire another male that might work better than this albino zebra male that i've got because well as i said i've seen not only the anecdotal evidence about the super zebras but also you know the albino super zebras but well yes the photographic evidence Um, (laughs) it's not pretty yeah. Um, I just I wasn't able, I I wasn't able to comfortably find a male that would work the following year. Um, so I I just made a random inquiry to Philip Starkey uh, last year. Hell, 
probably it's yeah, but uh, a little more, little more than a year ago, I said, hey, what's the chance you got a snow male? He's like, well, I actually just happened to hatch one out that I'd be willing to sell. Hmm. Uh, so grabbed a hold of that. Um, unless something goes horribly wrong, he'll be able to go this year. Okay. Um, and then I so – uh, This is well, a visual you know, snow? Visual snow, yeah. Okay, cool. <clears throat> um. You know, very. It, it's a very different animal. There's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about. It. <laughs> I mean, is it, um, is it super white, or is it? Can you see pattern it's on super it? Super white, super white, and very pale yellow. You can definitely see the pattern. Mm-hmm. Wow. But it's a very, very. If you actually, I, I actually have some pretty decent. You know, if you go to my Facebook page to the to the, you know, uh, my business page you'll you can see some pretty decent photos of the snow up there because there aren't a lot of them out there aren't a lot of pictures of snows out there there really aren't um so and and i and i i look back now and and i'm trying to remember i do have pictures of it when i got my hands on it at that point it was probably between six and eight weeks old when i finally got it because when i like any animal like that you know they're not going to let it go until they're sure it's feeding really well yeah Um, right no (laughs) so uh and and it's it's I'm gonna especially considering the female that the, the definitive female that I know I'm gonna work with to begin with. I don't know what a zebra I don't know how different a zebra snow baby is gonna look right off the bat. Right. Um, you know, is it going to be super pale? I I just, I, I don't know. Um, we'll see. That's that's for next year. Um, but so this year, like I said. You know, I, I did my female double head for snow, I bred again, you know, zebra. I bred again with the zebra albino. I said, maybe I'll get lucky this year. Maybe I'll just produce some super zebras because I've gotten good, I've gotten several good sized clutches out of this male from a couple different females that have, that are zebras. And, and I have yet to produce even a super zebra. Um, so I, I did it again this year. I said, well, you know, if I get the albino super zebra, you know, okay, it's it, it's it's a risk. Um, yeah. But maybe I can get maybe I can get some some super zebra that are head albino possible heads now. That that would be a win in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um. So did the breeding and they started hatching out, and I was like, oh, wait, 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 are you kidding me? <laughs> 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 this thing came out. This thing came out of the egg all on its own, right? Um, and and I I I was real real hush hush about it because well, you know I, I'd seen the visual evidence of what happened and I just want to throw this out there. There were two other zebras in that clutch. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were not albinos, but they looked like all the albino super zebras that had ever been produced. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you've seen those pictures, you know how bad it is. All right. Yeah. Um, it's and and I I actually I reached out to several people at that time. I said, "Is there something going on with super zebras that nobody wants to talk about?" Because you know I was I was around <laughs> when 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 the super black pastels or the super cinnamons or whatever you want to call them first started being produced. I mean, right. I was, I was in the front lines with stuff. Um, right. And nobody wanted to talk about the fact that. They all came up off that you know the the initial super cinnamons 
all came out really fucked up too. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't really get any definitive answers from anybody. It was like, well, you know, we don't breed them very much because they're just not worth what, you know, nobody's willing to pay for what they're worth or this or that and everything. And I'm going, you know, this is an animal that is produced, you know, one out of four with a standard breeding. There should be a ton of these things out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, no it's no different than breeding, you know, head-to-head albinos. How many of those are out there? These things right. are easier to breed. Why aren't there super zebras everywhere? Um, you know, it's just a question I have that nobody really seems to have an answer, even though in the grand scheme of things, they're pretty easy to produce. Um, right, yeah. You know, you know is, it, is it just a thing that, well, you know, it's sort of a crapshoot? And uh, we need to refine, you know, refine the breedings and the ones that come out looking pretty good. You know, you you work with those. I don't I don't have an answer to the question. Uh, I imagine selective breeding will be the secret to that. But you know, anybody who's in the business should and understand there should really be a lot of super zebras out there in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, you're 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 right. Now you've mentioned it. I would kind of figure there would be more by now. So there's. <laughs> I should, yeah. Everybody's got zebras, so I don't understand why you don't see more super it's zebras. Not <laughs> it's yeah. not tough to do. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I, I had sort of, I sat on this the albino. I sat on, I sat on her. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, because because albino zebras, they can be really tough to spot when they're hatched. It's amazing. I had a couple last year mm-hmm. that I was like. I'm not entirely sure what I got cooking. Um, yeah, if you can give me any tips with that, that would be great. I agree, man. <laughs> They're freaking impossible, man. I can't tell the <laughs> difference between the zebra jag and the zebra. And, like, I'm looking. I'm like, this one kind of looks you, like you a zebra to, jag. <laughs> you have to grow them up for six months. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. It, 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 it is what it is. I mean, you know, the – one animal that I would have sworn until about her third shed was a super zebra, but, you know, except, you know, there, there's certain signs you can see. She's one of the mm. most spectacular albino zebras I've ever seen. Um, now, you know, you know, you know, you see the classic pictures of the, the azantic zebras where there's a little bit of black with huge chunks of white. Well, she's an albino right. version. She's just, she's just, she's a spectacular animal. Um, mm. You know, also I was a big possible hat for snow. Perfect. What more could I ask for? Right. Yeah. Um, so, so I, I sort I sat on, I sat on this girl for a little bit and then, you know, I reached out, I reached out to Todd again, Todd, Todd and I, we get along really, really well. So I reached out to him. He said, send me a picture of the tail. I said, Oh yeah, she's got, she's got the super zebra tail. He, he, he looked at, he saw the, you know, the slight kink that most supers have. And I can't say all supers, but most super zebras have, you know, right at the tip of their tail, they either be curly cute or like a little kink apparently. I yeah, don't have a lot yeah. of experience. Um, and, and, you know, I I texted him the picture, and he was like, oh, yeah, there's no doubt. <laughs> he said, you know, there's no doubt. <laughs> right. Um, right. So I didn't, do, I didn't do anything with her until she shed out. Um, and it, it actually helps. Yes, it's a teeny tiny little shed and blah, 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 blah. But – you know, if it were a zebra, you'd see some sort of pattern. Um, you can, a lot of times, you can see a little something going on with the neck of the zebra albinos that, you know, it's just not there with this girl. At this point, you know, I, I, I got 
you know, I'm a scuba diver, so I have this underwater camera designed for macro photography. So I took some macro shots of her, and this. there's there's no pattern happening. She is she is what she is. The genetics all show it. Um, I do I think I did anything special? No, I think I got lucky. Um, I, I don't think there's a problem with I don't think there's a problem mixing the albino gene with the super zebra gene. I, I I truly believe it's just the super zebra gene is is what it is. Right. Um, you know, I, now that I've done it, I'm sure a lot more people are going to do it um, simply because, well, it can be done. You know, like I said, I've, I've hatched out close to uh, six, 60 eggs that should have been able to produce super zebras. Right. Mm-hmm. 60 eggs, I produced three, one of which was viable. You know, Jesus, and it just and it happened to be the albino. Um, okay, it's yeah, it just it it, it is what it is. That's um, so it's weird. a matter of you know making making everything, you know somebody's gonna have to get lucky. Mm. Um, go forth from there. You know this girl, you know she's an albino and she also has to be possible for snow. I really really wish. I really, really wish that there were some way to definitively say that, oh, she's also definitely a popular snow, despite what seems to be going around out there, that it's an incomplete dominant gene. Unless, of course, if you mix it with any other species. Um, (laughs) 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 Holy crap. (laughs) All right. No, no punches pulled. All right. I got you. So, um, I, I, I'll be honest. I've been trying yep. hard to to lock Nick down, and he flat out came out and told me, All right. "It doesn't work. It gets covered up if you mix it with any other. If you mix it with any other species." Okay. okay. All right then. <laughs> Last time I checked, breed a pastel ball with a berm or a carpet. It's still pastel. But what do I know? Um, <laughs> 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 I I, yeah. I know nothing. <laughs> I I don't know anything. I'm just sitting back waiting for somebody to tell me what to do. But um, yeah. when when you produced the albino super zebra, like you know, were you like checking on it every day, expecting it to just be dead in there? Like like, did you have any kind of it was going to be gone at any moment kind of deals? Um. I, I I didn't, and I and the reason I say that is because she was one of the first ones out of the egg, right? Um, and all of my photographic evidence that I had seen were of these animals that were so kinked up there was no chance they were getting out of the eggs on their own, right? Um, like like her other two clutchmates that were super zebras. Mm-hmm. I cut the eggs open. Oh look, it's a super zebra. Yeah. Um. I might as well just put you in the freezer now because that's the yeah. main thing to do. Um, so from that aspect, no, I was I wasn't worried about it because she didn't she didn't have all the classic signs that you look for. Um, it was more skeptical of is this really what she is mm. that kind of deal than worrying about her health wise. Very cool. So. Kind of going back a little bit, um, 
you, you you've talked about all the stuff that you kind of had in your collection. What was it that especially just kind of drew you to Morelia? Was it just kind of the attitude of the diamonds you met, or was there something else that really kind of just dragged you in? It's 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 hard to compare any other snakes than any you know that isn't black and yellow like the carpet. <laughs> Yeah, you know. usually. <laughs> um, they're they're not boring as hell like a ball python. Mm. Uh, they don't get humongous like a berm or a retic. Um, mm. Berms are about as intelligent as the average ball, in my experience. Whereas retics are real intelligent, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I've I've had a retic that was a you know, as big around as a, as a basketball. And mm-hmm. no, it, I mean, there's just, there's, just, there's, you know, she was baby, you know, it was a breed, it was a, a tiger. She was baby tame. She didn't strike. You know, I would take, I would take the, the Guinea pigs and I would set them in her mouth. She wouldn't strike and wrap. She waited for you to throw it in her mouth, baby tame, but just too big, just too big. Um, mm-hmm. It scares me to death with all the retics that are being produced. Where the hell do these people think they're going to keep them? Right. Um, carpets can be easily kept. You know, you don't need huge enclosures. They don't get huge. They have they have a personality to them. Um, the fact that they're there, you started seeing some morphs and stuff. That's, for lack of a better word, what sold me on on going back to them because I, you know, I always did like them. It was it was it really was more of a personality thing. Not even necessarily mean. Um, just they have a personality as opposed right. to a lot of the snakes that just don't have a personality. Right. Okay. And, you know, now that you're kind of back in the thick of this with all your different morphs, especially with the snow stuff, I mean, how does, how does Morelia today compare to back in the nineties? Uh, you know, in the nineties you had coastals. You had diamond crystals, you had diamond jungles, you had jungles, uh, and you had diamonds that had been irradiated through x-ray machines and just weren't going to do real well. Um, <laughs> nope. <laughs> you know, it, it is what it is because, there, you know, no, there was no legal way to get diamonds into the country. So yeah, they right. were all <clears throat> You know, I, I don't I don't ask where all the jungles came from. They had to be snuggled in too, but you know, you didn't. They seemed to figure out a better way to do that. Um, I, I I don't I don't have a I I don't believe I can set my facility up in such a fashion where I can do pure diamonds. Would I love to do pure diamonds? Yes. I don't believe I'll, I can set it up to be able to do pure diamonds. I don't think I can get them cold enough. Right. Um, that was one of the things I remember back then. Even with even with Oh my God! Do, even doing the diamond, you know, they were all diamond coastal. You know, at that time they were just called Queensland, not even coastal. They were just Queensland carpets. Um, and to get them to breed, you know, you would you would put ventilation up to, you know, a, a vent outside of your house, and you would turn the fan around and pump cold air in from. You know, I'm in Northern Virginia. You guys, you know, I know at least one of you here in Philadelphia. No, we're both in, you're both in that, PA. You're, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're, you're, you're sucking air in from the outside to have this Arctic blast going in on your snake. Um, you know, with with anything, anything with diamond blood, you just, you know, you wanted to get them, you wanted to see if you could get them down to 50 degrees or so. Mm -hmm. Um, 
you don't, you, you know, don't do any of that anymore. Um, I, I don't, I don't worry nearly as much uh, about putting hanging perches and stuff with the adults uh, as nearly as much as I did back in the nineties. Um, the adults just don't, they don't, they don't ever use them for me. I, I, I started taking them out. I was like, you know, shelves are one thing Perches, Yeah. They just, you know, yeah, they'll, they'll move across it or whatever, but I, none of my stuff ever, you know, babies. Yeah. They'll perch on it all day long, but as soon as they get to adults, they really don't, you know, mm. I can use inch and a half PVC. They're not really perching on it. You know, they want to go to a shelf or something, something flat. Um, yeah. You know, it's it. I, I gave up. You know, back in the back in the nineties, we would look at the babies, and and I remember, well, you know, if they had a lot more red, they're more likely to turn this bright yellow as opposed to the ones that are more white. They're probably <laughs> not going to turn yellow. This is the nineties. We didn't know what we were mm. doing. <laughs> we were <laughs> right. Um, we were really, really guessing. Um, I don't, you know, I, I've changed my incubation method of the eggs a little bit since what I did then. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing, nothing radical per se. Uh, I, I do now keep my carpet eggs directly off of the vermiculite. I, I do use, you know, the, the lighting egg crate to, to perch them above, uh, above the vermiculite, whereas before I would, I would leave it in. Uh, I, I find I have less egg mortality that way. Um, it was finding the right balance of vermiculite to water was, was always really, really tough. Um, mm-hmm. You know, within the same, within the same clutch of eggs, you'd have ones that were waterlogged and died and ones that had dried out and died. And you're like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, I put putting the eggs, off of the vermiculite, that really, really helped. Uh, okay. it, it helped to the point where I say it pretty much eliminated that problem. And, you know, the egg loss I've gotten and had to deal with up to this point, you know, in my mind, it's, it's eggs that were, they were going to die no matter what. Um, you know, as opposed to before when I had fully developed snakes in eggs that just were waterlogged. Um, mm. So they drowned. Uh, or the ones that were pretty much fully developed in whatever space happened to be left. Uh, the eggs that I, I lose these days, um, it's, it's yeah, okay, they're teeny tiny. They just they weren't going to survive. The egg was, you know, doomed to failure from the get-go. Um, okay. You know, I, I, I've always found that carpets, you know, carpet mamas know what they're doing. If they're not wrapped around an egg, good luck. You might get one out of a hundred is going to hatch, but if they're not corrupt, you know, if, if they coil up around a bunch and one is sitting outside, yeah, there's probably, she knows something's going on there that we will do our best to try and fix. But in a lot of cases, I don't think we're going to be able to help it. Right. Not yeah. worth fixing. Well, you know, it's, it, 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 you can give it the perfect environment. There's something internally going on there that it's just never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I do I throw them in the incubator box when, when there is one way? Yep, absolutely. Do I write, do I mark them on, on my notes that this was coiled around and this one wasn't coiled around? And if I look back at my notes, I can tell you which ones didn't hatch. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good thing to look, to notice. You know, so you, you know, you, you I think those are some of the biggest things, you know, I mean, as, in general, um, it, there's so, 
we didn't worry about genetics or background back then. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when it came to jungles, you had your mark, your, what is it? Uh, your, your, your uh, Casey Lasik line and you had your Barker line. Yeah. You know, those were, those were the gold standard of, of jungle. Jungles. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, from there, from there, it was, it was, you know, that's sort of what you were trying to achieve. Nowadays, everybody's got a line that's from here or there, or whatever. Um, you know, it, it helps, but I, unless something has radically changed, because I, I, I can honestly say I don't work with any. Well, I don't work with any true jungles. You know, I got a lot of zebras, which are jungles, but they also have, right. have a lot of other things mixed in with them. Um, you know, can you still guarantee good babies out of, out of, you know, good adults, or is it still just as much of a crapshoot, no matter how good your parents' adults are? It's a mm-hmm. question I don't have an answer to because I haven't investigated. Um, I see some absolutely spectacular ones out there. I'll give you that. Um, but, uh, but I, you know, I, I'm guessing as a whole, you know, you guys, you know, I'm sure you have jungles. Do they produce spectacular babies all the time, or is it, you know, a crapshoot? Well, you're going to get dirt. I mean, you could have stellar animals <laughs> with stellar backgrounds, and then there's still going to be the two that come out and be like, well, where the hell did you guys come from? Right. Like, that's yeah, that's a given. Right. Carpets are so variable that way. You're going to have fugly babies. I'm sorry, everybody. You're not going to escape it. You're going to have these two. So, yeah. And that's, that's, that's sort of my point. You know, yeah, it's got the greatest genetics in the world. I hope you guarantee it. You know what? If you want to buy it, and, and I hate to say it, but it's really how I tend to end up dealing with a lot of my babies. If you want to sell your babies, they need to be a year old. And yeah. especially with jungles, you better hope they've yellowed up. Then you can, you, you can get as much money for them as you can as a baby. Because, well, now I know what it's going to look like as it's grown up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would agree. You know, it's, it's 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 the nature of carpets, you know. I'm you know, I, I spent I spent a lot of years working with ball pythons. You know what? They look their best at about two months old. Easy to sell, you know. Mm-hmm. You get these crazy morphs. When you look at the adults, you're like, ooh, you know, carpet is <laughs> <the> exact opposite. <laughs> yeah. Trying to sell those gray, ugly babies. It's like I promise it'll look pretty in a year. Yeah. Yeah. It does, yeah. yeah. Doesn't work out it, too well. It's and it, and and I sort of view things like that. Um, you know, the other thing, you know, I was I, I was I was at Sharp's house probably I don't know a year or eighteen months ago. Once again, I was I was over there. What was I doing? I was picking up some baby cages, and I saw that he was working with the gammas. I was just I was blown away by those things. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, "Hey, what do you got?" And he gave me this yearling male that I I sent through all kinds of girls this year, um, you know, produced a whole bunch of, uh, uh, caramel, uh, gammas this year. Um, I mean, the babies are unreal. The, car- the caramel oh, gamma, yeah? gamma babies are unreal. Um, I have no idea what they're going to look like as adults. Brian told me, he said, you know, that might ruin it because you're going to, you're probably going to get rid of the really dark black and gold. And I said, you're right, but I got to try it. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I'd be curious um, to see what they look like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll talk to you in a year. You'll see them in a year. You'll see what they really do look like. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, I, I, same sort of deal. I said, so what exactly are the Gen X of these gamblers? And he said, well, it's just mine are about 88% diamond with the rest, you know, jungle, and they happen to be a jag. I said, okay, so you're, okay, they're a heavy diamond influenced, you know, jungle jag. Got it. Um, you know, his babies are, his, his, his adults are just, I mean, for, for as big as they are, and I would bet his animals are eight to ten feet at least. Um, maybe, maybe almost as big around as a softball. Black and yellow, glow in the dark, black and yellow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a. I produced some gammas this season, and you can tell. I don't know. They just have that look, you know, when you look at those gray babies right. to us. But when you see them, you're like, mm, there's probably going to be uh, something to that. <laughs> But. Yeah, you know, and that's that's something I noticed because I've got some basically so they're they're black and white babies, you know. And this mm-hmm. is, yes, again, I was in clutch, black and white, and sort of a tan yellow and white and, uh, and black, you know, black and black and tan, and I I, did, I don't want to say yellow, but maybe like a mustard. So it's black mm-hmm. and mustard, and black and white. I'm like, hmm, I wonder which ones are going to grow up to be good. <laughs> Because right. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, that's why you hold them back. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, I might have a few too many to think about doing that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it, you know, it's 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 good there. Um, you know, just just you know, some of the project. You know, what other project? You know, I I saw a picture of that. It took me a while to figure it out because it was in Australia, but the uh, mm. the K, K brothers had produced that three-quarter hypobrettal jag that is just an un, unreal animal. Um, right. You know, if you hunt down the pictures, you know, it, it's basically that red and white animal. Uh took me a while to finally find out exactly what it was and that it involved talking to a lot of people in in Australia to, to locate it and, and – find it and get the, the truth behind it. Um, you know, I, prior to that, I didn't really have much need to even think about getting involved in the brettles. And, uh, well, you know, I saw that and said, well, you're not going to be able to genetically reproduce that, but you can, it gives you an idea of what you might be able to produce. So, okay, let's go. You know, I got, I got my eye on a very specific clutch of, of hyperbrettles that should be hatching literally any day now. Um, you got the, the screams in England uh, that involve the, the brittle stripe gene. So I had, oh, I gotta get, gotta get some stripe brittle because. <laughs> it's, it's, it's <laughs> so I got a question of what do you guys think as far as that goes? So you have scream and you have gamma. Obviously, two animals that you know that lineage of diamond jungles and brittle diamond jungle jags are just amazing. Do you think that that, that you can recreate that? Or do you think that that's that line? Like, you know, like I've seen people, they bred brettles to jags and stuff like that. And, you know, the results to me, they, they don't impress me like scream that had me think it like, that's the line I usually don't cross. But when I saw scream, I'm like, "Mm, maybe, (laughs) man, you know, and like gamma, Gamma is like, you know, I've seen people produce diamond jungle jags, but there's just something about, and I would say the same thing. We're talking jungle jags. Let's go to, you know, I don't know if you remember Mo, but with her Riddler 
mm-hmm. um, Jungle Jags, that line. It just, I don't know, they just had that little extra something that made them special. Do you think that you'll be able to recreate that? That I, I think it's a matter of you're going to have to do a lot of selective breeding, and you got to get you got to get the ingredients right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's getting that right percentage. Like I said, with with the, the gammas, you know, I'm told it's an 88 percent diamond. Okay, well that that's not an easy thing to get to. Um, you know, you get if if you want to get to that the three quarter, you know. 75%, however you want to put it, bread lie. Okay, there, there's a lot of back breeding going on to get there. Um, mm-hmm. And then you're going to, and if you want to reproduce it on some sort of a regular basis, it, you got to be, and that's sort of the reason I came up with the business name I did. It's because you're going to be very selective about who and how and what you're breeding together to try and get that. Um, there, there's so much going on with those screens. They've just, they've got it all, all the parts there. Right. You know, yeah, uh, it's it's you know, when, when I found out, OK, now they've thrown the stripe gene in with this and with that. It's like, my God, how much stuff do you got going on in there and how are you going to get that? <laughs> yeah. You know, it is, it's sort of like cooking. It really is. It's sort of like cooking. you got to get the right amount of each ingredient to, to hope to get there. Is it guaranteed you're going to get there? I don't think I don't think you can guarantee to get there, but you might be able to produce something really close. It's right. almost like uh, it's almost like Madame Blueberry and and Benjamin. There was something about those two snakes when you put them together. The babies that they made were amazing, you know. So it's getting that. Yeah. I, I think you're right. Maybe it's getting that mix correct. That you know. Right, right. And it's it, you see every even to this day you still see everybody's you know all this is a Madame Blueberry line, okay? But you got to mix it with the right things for it to do right. anything. Right. Otherwise, yeah. it it just is what it is, you know. And it's it's also the right animals because you can have the clutch. This is a Madame Blueberry clutch, but if you grab this one here, that's kind of like middle of the ground, middle of the road. It, it's not going to produce, you know, the 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 cream of the crop of each clutch is what you want. So yeah, and. That can be a crapshoot too. Sometimes the best looking animals either don't breed or it pairing it up with a different mate ends up taking down a completely different road. So it's kind of almost these animals are like the perfect combination of the right lines and the right animals meeting up with the right lines and the right animals at the right time to make this. Yep. So yep. yeah. And it's kind yeah, of hard uh, to recreate I- that. Yeah, like I said, you know, trying to, you know, I'd, I'd like to figure out a way to come close to producing that that one, the Hypro Bread Light Jag. It, it, it's an un, unreal animal, and I've seen, you know, I, I was able to hunt hunt down pictures of its offspring, and the offspring started looking real good, but it, it's it's going to be a long-term project to even hope to do something like that here in the States, unless somebody, you know, magically brings in some more offspring animals um, right. to get there. Um you know, it's, it's, there, there's a reason, you know, the, the moon glows have been produced several generations now in Australia at this point. Mm. And they're using the hypogene. They're not using the caramel gene. Um, you know, the, the, super, the, the super hypo moon glows that have been produced pretty much are a white-on-white pattern snake. Mm. Um, and the only reason I decided I needed to get, you know, and I picked up one of those hypos that magic, magically appeared this year, 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And I, I picked up one of those this year because, well, you know, with this with the snows I've got going on, mm-hmm. uh, I'll. I'll do both. I'll do them with the hypo gene and I'll do them with caramel gene. And, you know, who knows, maybe there isn't a different, but they're not compatible genes to begin with. So, you know, who's to say how different it will look. And, and um, you know, it's Wayne and Deb Larks in, in Queensland who have the corner of the market on moon glows at this stage of the game. And right. everything they've done is using the hypo gene. It's not using the caramel gene. Um, well, I think they use both, don't they? They're using caramel hypo. I remember when he was on the show, he talked about it being like it used to confuse me because I didn't understand how they had caramel and hypo. Like, how did they get caramel? <laughs> you know, yeah. like hmm, I know how you had hypo, but how did you get caramel? Um, but uh, same same way we got albinos and correct both ways. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Um, it, yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they work with both, but, you know, I think, I, I think he was working the hypo gene into, into the Moonglow project much earlier than he got around to doing much with the caramel. I believe that's what's going on. Okay. Perhaps. Um, I, I, I just remember him, like he bombarded me. I mean, God, this is, when, when was he on? Oh, when, when he first was I, on, maybe like 2013, maybe ago. something yeah. like that. So yeah. he was working with these Carl. He was sending me these pictures, and I'm like, "What the hell is that?" He's like, "Oh, that's a caramel hypo jag." I'm like, "Oh my god, holy shit, yeah. <laughs> that's insane!" You know. Yeah, um, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I'm just like, I hate you. <laughs> I yeah, hate it's you no right fair. Now. <laughs> it's not fair at all. And we're it, like, it, we have it, tigers, and that's like the best we got in the United States. We're like, and nobody right. has tigers. Yeah, well now they're gone there too. So yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, so, you know, the hypogene, you know, it's, it, it's, I, I figure I needed to jump on that, you know, right. like anything else, get in, get in, get in early. Um, you know, I mean, it's, yes, there are a couple pairs of breeding adults in Europe that people are working with at this mm-hmm. stage, um, you know, and you, you, you know, the names are the two big boys in Europe. Um <laughs> But other other than that, I mean, there just aren't that many hypos out there at this this stage in the game. Did you right. get hypos so, yet, or you didn't get them yet? Uh, I I still owe a little bit of money on one. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but I got I got mine early. I guess my credit. Owen, good. I'm good. Owen hasn't bought any hypos, so Owen's gonna wait for you guys to do it, and then I'll buy it from you guys. So yeah. there you go. Oh wait. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's the nature of the beast. You know, I, I played the ball python game. I understand. If you if you want to do anything, you got to get. It. If you don't get in early, you, you wait until it's extremely affordable to do. There's there's no middle ground there. Right. You know, there, there's a reason I bought a snow mail. You know. Right. I, I was willing to pay for a snow mail because it will, it's going to jumpstart my my snow production by years. Sure. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, in my mind, worth every penny. So, um, and there. Yep. When it when it comes to that kind of stuff, I mean, like you you bu- you buy into the projects early, 
and you you invest your money and that kind of stuff. What's it like when you're talking to like other people who just assume that the two animals that they got off Craigslist are going to produce like the most stellar things that are going to be worth so much more money than like what you're working with right now. Like you just, your head just exploded at a certain point or, you know, I, I imagine mine would. Um, I don't, I, I, no, I won't let it, I okay. won't let it explode. Um, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll just, sort of shake my head and don't be surprised if I just shake my head and walk away. Cause it's just better to not say as you in my, in this brief time, you, you've, I, I do a pretty good job of speaking my mind and just throwing it right out there. I'm, I, gotcha. I'll be honest. I'm too old. I'm too old to care. Um, you know, <laughs> that's a good feeling, ain't it? I'm with you. Great. I love I, that. I, yeah. I, I, when do I, I get I like there? To, I, don't, I don't I don't consider myself old, but you know, I, I'm about to turn 50. Um, hmm. And I, and honestly, I don't, I don't care. And everybody's got, it's, it's okay. If that's how you want to think, I I know what I got. I know how it's going to work out in the end. Good luck. You know, I don't, I don't want to bash anybody down because there's too much going on in this industry anyway for that. Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody needs to get along. We're, we're, let's be honest, we're under constant threat from the government. Um, you know, federal, local, whatever, however you want to put it, you got to put a positive spin on it, no matter what you do. Um, okay. If, if your Craigslist animals are going to produce what I'm producing. Okay. Maybe, maybe they do. And maybe I'll buy some of your babies for dirt cheese. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, you know, I mean, it's, 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 it's stay positive about it. There's too much, there's too much fun. There's too much creativity to be, to be done here, to be had with, with all the animals we've got to be able to work with. You know, I, I'm still trying really, really, really hard to figure out the tiger gene. You know, I thought I had something, I thought I was going to have this great combo and to say the results didn't, you know, it, it was, uh, it was, uh, um, Howard Redding, you know, he, he, I asked him, I said, this is the result of getting and his, his response was, he was very plain. He said, you got too much shit work in there. It's not going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a quick way of putting that, I guess. Statement. That was, <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's a, that's a patented Howard statement. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Know, you. And, and I, you know, you know, how Howard does the shows locally here, so I don't have a problem doing that. But you know, he said, you know, I said, I said, you know, it's the super caramel tiger jag bred by uh, an 88% diamond jungle, and he said, yeah, you're not going to see tigers pop out of that in any way, shape, or form. I, you know, because I was just hoping for, I was hoping for little bits and pieces that could start to work. You know, I really would love to work the diamond blood into into the tigers because you know, I adding color to tigers would be really, really cool. Uh, so far, I've failed really, really miserably. <laughs> I might have to hook you up with some citrus tigers. That'll take <laughs> <good>, so. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's the tiger gene. I know the tiger gene's tricky. Yeah. Um, and, and I, you know, I, I, I went into it thinking I – have a pretty good idea, you know, I'll get, you know, some animals that will have some sort of partial striping on them, nothing great, nothing to write home about, but it gives me a baseline to work with. Yeah. Okay. I, I got, I got 22 babies and, 
you would be hard pressed to prove to anybody that there's a single tiger in the mix. <laughs> I bet you though, I would, I would, I would bet my paycheck that if you bred those animals together though, you, you would get, get striped. I, yeah. I, I would bet you any amount of money. And I, you know why I say that? Because I don't know if you've ever followed Will Bird, but back in the day he did kind of the same thing. He uh, bred some diamond, diamond blood into tigers and he had this one off. I mean, this thing was phenomenal and it was perfectly striped. Now it didn't have the side striping, but the top stripe was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know, like right. my experience with the tiger stuff is like, I bred things that are banded and I bred it to tigers and like my tiger had albino stuff, perfect stripes. And then I did it the next year and the stripes weren't as good. But the first year I did it, every <laughs> single thing was striped. So I think it's just a matter of those genes lining up. You know what I mean? I don't. Right. I, I disagree with Howard on that. That there's too much stuff going on there. I I, I don't follow that well, same stuff. I figure I figure I'll take the best looking baby that I got and I'll breed it back to Mama because well you know Mama's Mama's a, a phenomenal striped tiger. Animal, you know, got ah, uh, dude, you're gonna kill yeah, it. it. You're gonna kill mm-hmm. it. I guarantee you're gonna <laughs> kill it. Mom's a, mom's a, you know mom's a uh, super caramel tiger jag and it's she's a spectacular animal. Um, yeah. So you know breed breed one of the breed one of the kids back and and see if you know I, I would like to do it without the jag gene but you know the, the tiger the tiger jags are a pretty cool looking animal too. Um, but I would I, you know I, I want to go back to trying to get some of the really really good striped animals. It's just I, I was like I said, I was shocked. I, I really expected to get some form of striping out of something <laughs> in this. <laughs> Isn't that a kick in the balls? Man? <laughs> I swear to God, you're like I, I, I'm gonna. This yes. year was the exanics for me. I bred the exanic to the tiger, and nothing came out striped. And I'm like, oh well, go to hell, all of you. So you know, it happened. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I don't, I don't understand that gene. I don't understand that gene at all. You know. And nobody, nobody, you know, I mean, I, I understand how it works, but I don't understand it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it can get, uh, that, that's one of them genes, man. It's just, you know, the luck. And then when you start putting weird stuff into it, like at first, uh, you know, there was some debate on what the zebra would do with the tiger. And um, mm-hmm. I, everybody told me that it was stupid to put it together and blah, 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 blah. There was like, no I one think... who ever told you it was stupid except maybe no, there for was, me. I, I'm pretty there sure was a I lot did. Of people that I'm told pretty sure there's like recorded it. evidence of me telling you it was stupid. So but the point is, the point is, is it, it's kind of like what you were saying earlier. You don't know until you try, you know, right. I mean, yep. at least if you try and it comes out like shit, well, then, you know. You know, I mean, not every, I'm sure you've known that from ball pythons. Like there's some morphs you don't put together and like everybody that's on the outside looking in, like not really knowing a lot about ball pythons. You're like, huh, wonder why they never did this together. <laughs> like, it's like, hush, hush, you know, I guess it's kind of like the super zebra thing, right? You know? So. Yeah. Well, so, so how did, so how did the tiger zebras come out? So I think that that, again, like, you know, it, it kind of like, uh, it still has a busy pattern, but you can see it start to make it into what I call it. I say it's like a pinstripe ball python. Okay. If that gives okay. you an idea. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, like that zebra yeah. pattern, yeah. and then it just kind of like, zoop, shrinks it down. 
And I think that if you keep breeding that back to Tiger, I think you're going to like keep, you know, refining that smaller and smaller. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I'll have to send you some pictures of some of the stuff that I have. Yeah. That sounds like, that actually sounds like a cool project because you know, and anything, anything we can do to do something different. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a, I'm not a purist. I'm not a locality purist, obviously. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, some people. You know, I've had people, good friends of mine. They're like, man, those albinos are ugly. The albino jags are ugly. And, oh, hey, that albino zebra. Now that's pretty. <laughs> Everybody's got different tastes, and sometimes it's just a matter. Okay, you got to find that one combo that people go, oh, I like that. And then, okay, well, now you can. You just opened up a customer base who would want that. Sure. So yeah. I, 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 obviously I view this as a business. Do I love my animals? Do I love working with them? Do I love doing what I'm doing? Yeah, but it, it's, it's an investment. It just, it, it is what it is. It's an investment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta constantly find the market that people are going to want, you know, and it's, it's all about, you know, everybody likes something different. So you gotta come up with something different that a new customer base will want. Yeah. And, you know, it's always about trying to stay, you know, like for me, the, the, you know, the project that people most, you know, hear me talk about is like the albino citrus tiger. And the reason I went that route is because I think it's going to be high contrast. Now Mm -hmm. next year will be the first year that, you know, like you've produced a lot of albinos, you know, how they can just be like, you know, kind of like, especially as babies, Mm -hmm. it's just like, it's pink. (laughs) Like, what is that? I don't know. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But I think with this, it's going to, uh, you know, really make it pop. And then I, I don't know if there was a line or what it was, but what really put me in the direction is, is that they had these albino ball pythons, but they were like um, high contrast or something like that. They called them. Mm-hmm. That, I, yeah. I don't even know anything about it. I just know that they called this high contrast. And when you would look at it, it was definitely like it was turned on. It was almost like, you know that little button that you push on a photo on the iPhone that like a little looks like a pen with a little, like little sparks coming out of it and it just like brightens up the picture. Yeah, that's what, yeah. That's what yeah. it kind of reminds me of. So you know, there's there's a reason I'm holding back these. You know, I've got these plain Jane albino heads that that they basically, as they're growing up, they look like wide banded jungles, bright yellow mm-hmm. and black black, black, and they're albino hats. And I go, hmm, this should make some really black and white albino, or yellow and white albinos. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't have any yellow and white albino. I got a lot of albinos. I don't have a lot of yellow and white ones. Yeah. You know, they're all, they're yellow on yellow, you know, yellow on orange, things like that, but not yellow on white. You know, I'd look at the ones in, in England, the, what are the, the high whites, and man, those are some pretty animals. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, the other thing is there's that other way to go, and I'm surprised that nobody's done this yet. I mean, I know it's one of my projects on my list, but breeding that red, uh, like, a you know, a red jag or a red tiger into the albino to get, like, you know, you see over in Europe they have the red line, but, you know, that yeah. again, it's it's going a different direction. But there's so many different ways. I think, to me, that's what's the coolest about carpets is they're so variable, you know, just naturally. 
that you have such a palette to play with and directions you can go. And then, you know, especially if you start crossing morphs and subspecies and, you know, we're in the infancy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, when are you going to see your first, you know, albino bread alive? You want red. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that hasn't been done yet. In, in, oh, it uh, hurts. It, it, but it, 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 you know, bread light takes so freaking long to mature is probably the biggest problem. Sure. True. And uh, now is it also potentially because, you know, I, I got to drop bread light to get mine to breed. I got to drop them cold. I mean, is that something? use a male. Oh, yeah. I mean, you use what? A male albino and a. And no, no, no. A male bread lie. True. Yeah. I don't know. That yeah. is tricky, though. Uh, I remember we did a past episode that we talked about that. Like, how do you get when there are two different times a year that they breed, one being a spring breeder and one being a winter breeder? How do you how do you line that up? I think you've got to find a really overzealous boy. <laughs> yeah. You've got to find that one male that really doesn't yeah. care. Put in like albino hypo stonewash. I mean, what the hell would that oh, look like? Casey just yeah. he just jumped off his. Casey, roof, you're man. right. No, breathe, Casey, <laughs> breathe. It'll be okay. We'll get through this. Is Casey one of those purists? Is that what's going on here? Well, um, Casey is like really into bread lie. It's kind of like his thing, and like you now again, he's not necessarily a purist, but like, okay, okay. I, well, maybe he is, but. You know. We don't know. <laughs> we have women ass. <laughs> yeah. He just really likes bread lie and like, you know, I know that uh if he heard that we were breeding albinos and jags and shit into them, he would probably be like, No, what are you doing? But you know, until 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 you saw you know, I until the hypos, I really had no desire to work with bread lie because it, they talk about a crapshoot of a very blah snake. Mm. Um <laughs> no, no, you're right. It's either either you can because the problem is you're dealing with a snake that at some point in its body will start turning black, and if you're not careful, yeah. that can venture halfway up its body, and then you're like, congratulations, it's red. It's like, okay, all right, whatever. So you can go a lot of ways with that. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know when I first when I first got you when, when I guess this this striped that I've got. Mm. He he went through a stage where I was like, "Oh my God, is this thing ugly?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've made a horrible mistake. <laughs> it's like, yeah, perfect strike, but it was like, "Oh my God, what is this thing? There's there's there's, 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 there's no pattern. There's no differentiation. There's a stripe, and it's a bread lie, and that's that's all I had. Luckily, it grew out of that. It it actually started coloring <laughs> up more. And you know, once it, you know, got I don't know what to about two years of age. It started really coming back. Man, there was a stage where it was like, "Wow, I don't know why did why do people want to work with these things?" <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> I think they're another one. You know, I my my feeling with that is they fall into that category of uh, they really have it. Well, for one, it takes forever. You're just starting to see certain guys relatively breed for them, but you know, um, I think that, uh, you know, you just, you, you've seen people focus on br- selectively breeding jungles, but none of the other right. 
ones that much. So you don't have that same, you know, wow. Cause I, I mean, you remember, I mean, jungles weren't always, but the first zebras that came into the U S weren't even that nice. Dirt. <laughs> I have one. No. It's not that great. Remember seeing <laughs> them? Yeah. You're like, I, I don't know you guys, but I remember seeing them. I'm like, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. cool, and I I do want it, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But no, within I, a matter I, of years, they were turning around. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. My 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 double up for snow zebra man. She 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 could almost she could almost have me buying in the incomplete dominance. She is so ugly. No. <laughs> 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 ugly. <laughs> Her babies look nothing like her. Okay, thank God. <laughs> right. So you know, it, it, it. I I understand ugly, and I you know, I, I like I said to this day, I still appreciate. I still appreciate a good looking black and yellow snake. You're from Philly. You can understand the hatred of anything black and yellow, like I do. Whoa. Some of us are from Philly, but are Pittsburgh fans, so I don't understand what you're getting at here. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hate to say, it. I was born in Norristown, so I'm outside of Philly, and oh yeah, I'm, I'm a cap season ticket holder. So no, no. no. <laughs> I, can die, I can I can die happy this year. You're done now. You're good. You... <laughs> Finally climbed uh, that mountain, did you? <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but you know, so it's, it's, it, I just, you know, it, I don't know. It, the jungles are just such a game, selective right. breeding or not. And uh, that's probably why, you know, I, I hate to say it, this is the cynic in me. It really is the cynic in me. But everybody mm-hmm. who's got all these really spectacular jungles and everything out there, I can tell you in the 90s. You know how you made all those really, really spectacular jungles? Yeah, threw a little bit of each other. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh, <laughs> but it's the truth, right? It's, it's the yeah, truth. Well, I mean, do we really want to go on to? Because I mean, how we got really good-looking coastals? It's because there's Brisbane blood in there somewhere. I mean, that's probably that. I've heard that too. I mean. So yeah. Well, how okay? I guess the biggest way. How many how many pure jungles were imported into this country? Or let me rephrase that. How many, I have how no many idea. Pure, <laughs> how many pure jungles were ex- exported out of Australia? Um, I'm going to say none. <laughs> I'm say, I don't know. None. <laughs> well, because I'm pretty because I'm pretty sure at that point with the exportations in the '90s, they were walking. They were like snake. Threw it in a box and then it came here. They opened it up. No. They're like it's black and yellow jungle. No. Like I mean, you, no, yeah. you could you couldn't you couldn't you could not legally export them out of Australia even in the nineties. Australia Australia's borders have been closed for coast Okay. So yeah, no. 60, right? Sixties, seventies, so, something like that, right? Yes, yeah, so I think it's the seventies. All right. Mm-hmm. So even then, that they didn't care. Right. Right, yeah. and so so how many how many how many bloodlines are you working with? Um, really, I mean, really, how many bloodlines are you working with? You know, I I love all these German bloodline ones. You know what that screams to me? <laughs> hey, we've got the new bloodlines that we've got. Okay, yep. 
Germany has great export, import laws. I'll give them that. I'm not saying anything else. Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I, yeah, we've, we've got we we we, we are dealing. Well, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, go, go ahead, ahead, Eric. Man. No, no, no. I'm not touching it. No, I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> we're losing so this many is one of those, <laughs> yeah, This is one of those touchy subjects, but you know, I, I no, I'm with you though. I mean, like the the jungle stuff that you know, I've said I've I've debated this many many times on the show, and probably to the point where people are sick and tired of hearing it. But like, what used to irritate me, I don't even know why I care, but I guess it's just the hypocrisy of the thing. Like you would have some, some, some of these guys that are breeding jungles come along and like you're breeding a, you know, I'm breeding um, an albino to a, to a tiger. And people are like, Oh my God, you know, what are you doing? And those mods, I'm not, I'm a purist, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, they're working with undocumented jungles that are bright <laughs> as the sun. And it's like, come on, man. Like seriously, <laughs> And then now all of a sudden lineage doesn't come into play. Nobody cares about lineage, you know? And it's just like, come on, man. Like, you're really going to bust my ball. Like, I didn't come along and bust your balls, but now you're going to bust my balls. And then when I come back, you're going to be like, oh, no, this is jungles and I'm protecting the species and blah, blah, blah. Come on, man. That's not, a, that's not what jungles look like in Australia no. if you're in the wild. It's just not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I it it is it is what it is, and uh, you know I'm not here to, to I, I'm not here to argue with them. I'm sorry, you can do what you want, but man, you know what? It's amazing what a little bit of diamond blood does, does to a jungle. That's all I got. <laughs> it's amazing what diamond blood does to anything. Yeah, diamond blood exactly. is like that. Just it pops. It's everything. the magic ingredient. Like boom, there yep. you go. Whoa, yeah, that's all you need. A little bit of diamond blood, and boom. Yeah. And I'm not saying that all jungles out there are crosses or have diamond blood in it. And to be honest with you, I don't even really care. But like yeah. this no. whole, you know, it, you hear the debate, right? Here's the debate you hear all the time. And to me, I, I was just thinking about this the other day. The debate is, is that, you know, they did some genetic testing and they found that, you know, there's not really a difference between, and I'm just going to speak of the Northern jungles and coastals, right? Northern <clears throat> way no, this there's not again. a big difference well no but i have a i have a, a, a no i know so there's not a big difference between uh northern jungles and northern coastals right and right. the the argument that people will say all the time is well clearly they look different yeah <laughs> they look different in captivity because they've been selectively bred for 25 goddamn years right one species has been selectively bred and one species hasn't been selectively bred. But I guarantee if you go to Australia and you go out into the bush or the wild or whatever, and you're in the Atherton Tablelands and you find this jungle or what you think is a jungle, you're right. going to say, like, 
God damn, that thing looks like a coastal carpet. You know, we've had pictures all the time that people post up when they visited Australia or guys and girls they live in Australia. Australia yeah. And they're like, you know, they'll send you a picture and everybody's like, oh, my God, that's an awesome coastal. They're like, what are you talking about? This is a jungle. That's a jungle. And then we're <laughs> like, no, it's not. Like, somehow we're the experts and we live halfway around yeah. the world and we don't know. You can only see them you know in boxes. I mean? yeah. <laughs> like, that is not a jungle. No, it's not the jungle that you know, you know. So... That whole idea that they look different, I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not buying it. I'm not. Uh, that's a weak argument, in my opinion. Yeah. I... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this guy's got me fired up. <laughs> I love it. I love these episodes. <laughs> He's in on all of his let's, let's start another yeah. out of control Facebook thread about something. <laughs> oh my gosh. What can we fight about this week? Like, you know, but it's, then, uh, but when you, well, when you hear guys, thing, yeah, go ahead, Owen. It's hard to determine out in the wild what the hell we're looking at. And we've already established that people way back when were just grabbing snakes, throwing them in boxes, stamping on it, maybe not even where they collected it, where it could have been leaving from. So we have yeah. no idea unless you're wandering around with GPS coordinates of the snake that was collected. <laughs> like, Which I, nobody I, has. <laughs> I know. So the only thing you can do is like when people are like Pure Coastal and I'm like, yeah, because I'm not going to get into the thing of like, well, to the most of my knowledge, yes. <laughs> but yeah. or for United States Coastal, sure. Like, you know, that's <laughs> just what we're going with. It's there. there's what well, you also have to know what you're looking for and don't have. You know, don't don't turn your nose up at stuff. Just let it ride at this point, you know. And I used to be a purist, and I used to be all that crap until I did six years of a podcast and realized how stupid I was. You know, like, if you're going to talk about, uh, like, we talk about, you know, pure jungles. To me, a Palmerston jungle, that to me is a pure Mm. jungle. You know, it's a lot, you know, gelatin jungles that I I got, they're pure jungles because those I like. you know they're locale, but they don't look like a jungle. <laughs> they don't look like yellow and black. You know what I mean? They don't look like that. You know yeah. that's why nobody. That's why nobody cares about those because they don't look right. like. And and I'm not trash. I love jungles. They're friggin' amazing. You can't you can't beat yellow and black. I mean, let's just face it. You're at a show. You're walking by. The thing that's gonna pop out to you is not gonna be the coastal carpet. It's not gonna be the inland carpet. It's gonna be the jungle. Nine times out of ten, yeah. people that don't know shit about nothing, they're going to walk up and say, what the hell is that? Because those colors just, they pop, you know? So it's yeah. a snake in a box. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> man. Rant over. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm stealing all your time, man. I, I'm sorry. My fault. <laughs> I usually don't the time. You talk. Yeah, Jesus. I could probably, probably get you going on another one. You know, locality green tree python, you know? <laughs> oh, man. I, Who else can we pick I, up tonight? <laughs> I, I, I have spent so much time in Indonesia okay. in my lifetime. <laughs> Uh, right. I, as a scuba diver, you try to go to these remote places. Um, right. You know, uh, you've got you've got Jayapura, Biak, Ambon. Uh, my God, go on. Um, Kofi Al. What is it? The one million. Uh, yeah. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. These guys realistically are throwing a dart 
at a map of Indonesia and saying, this is where this is from and this is where this is from. Because you know what? Nobody exports out of these places because it's too far, too remote. Nobody cares where these right. things are coming from. Um, you know, w- w- where is their point of origin? You know, if, if you, you know, have, having, let's just say Biak. So you're really telling me they're going to go to Biak to collect this animal to take the five-hour boat ride, to take the five-hour plane ride to be able to get to a wholesaler to be able to then get stuck into a plane to come over Mm -hmm. here. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's too much money involved for you to be able to buy these things for 150 bucks to to capture it. Take the boat, take the plane to get to either Bali or Jakarta, because those are where they're being exported out of all day long, to either Bali or Jakarta. And uh, you can't understand until you've been to some of these remote floors. I know, I know, Dan from DM Exotics. He he likes to do his vlogs, and he's been to, um, you know, the the Irian Jaya part of the world, and. Right. He's shown what's involved in just getting to these little islands. And it's insane what you have to go through. Reptile collectors aren't going through that. They're just not. Right. It's too much trouble. It's too much hassle. Um, you know, it is what it is. You know, go, go spend some time over there in part, that part of the world and then come back to me and say you definitely believe that these animals are coming from these localities. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I've been to these parts of the world. I think that's, yeah, I think that's always the, uh, you know, when it comes to locality stuff, I think that's why you'll see a lot of people say type or whatever. I would think, I would think the first thing that they would, that would be the argument to that would be that, you know, honest, really, you're not supposed to take them out of the wild. And I'm not saying that that doesn't happen, but, (laughs) (laughs) but it's illegal, you know, to take uh, green trees out of the wild, as far as I know, right? Yep. Isn't it, Owen? I don't. I don't. I want to say yes. Yeah, I don't believe you can get sighties for the non-farmed raised ones. You know, farmed is Correct. the best word in the world. But, <laughs> but who's going to? But yeah, exactly. Who's going to know? It's like, all right, we have ten farm raised, and we're going to slip in these like ten not farm raised. But who knows? And then right. So, you know, when we're talking about localities of green trees, to these guys who are collecting these things, the green tree that's on top of a mountain three days trip away is the same price as the green tree that I find going down here about an hour away. It's like, so why am I going to go try to find the one that's on top of a mountain over here when this one's over here? So, you know, it's all that kind of stuff. So. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I, I don't trust any of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's kind of like what happened with the scrubs. I don't mm. necessarily think that, um, you know, some of the localities that people are working with are necessarily 100% what you would find if you went to that specific locality. But I think yeah. because we're human, we want to apply a name to something so that we can identify it. So it's like, you know, clearly you can see the difference between a Biak chondro and an Aru chondro. Now, maybe right. they're not from Biak and maybe they're not from Aru because Aru is made up of like a chain of islands. So like, which island did it come from? Did it come from Aru Island yeah, all 1 of them. or Aru <laughs> Island 2? Or like, and is there a difference between 
the two, <laughs> you know, different islands or, you know, five or 10 or however many in the chain. Um, but, you know, the one thing that popped out to me was like when you talked about DM exotics, he went to that, he went to Kofiao and he found a scrub and a chondro and neither one looked like what we have in captivity. The chondro, the chondro was green not yellow and you know, the scrub, the didn't scrub really pattern. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like, is that a one off that they found? Is it from somewhere else? Is it by an Island near there? I would imagine, I mean, you've been there. There's, there's tons of islands all over the place. You know? it, it, it's, it, you know, you can at any given point in time, once you really start getting into the, into the islands, I mean, you can look around, you can be surrounded by five little islands and then not even, not even bat an eye. You know, right. it, it's, 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 it's unreal. Um, right. And it, it's, you know, things have this way of moving across, relatively speaking, you know, short distances of water. Sure. Okay. You know, yeah. one way or the other. Right. Storm comes you through, know. they're stuck on a, you know, you have a, I would have, I would imagine it would be even easier for arboreal type of animals because they're attached to a branch. The branch is floating in the ocean, winds up on another Watches beach. Up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. You know, all that, that, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I guess the question I have, this is, this is, and this is, you guys are going to know because I was out of it for this. When did Erie and Jaya start being call, called West Papua? <laughs> <laughs> Eric, go well, ahead. <laughs> That's <so> you. <laughs> according to some, they've always been that, you know. So I posed the question a while back. Um, you know, I've seen a few people uh, that use that. And mainly there was two. There was Nick Mutton and Mike Cross, and they always used this uh, West, West Poplin carpet python. And I'm like, well, why do you call them West Poplins? And we call them IJs and, you know, technically, I guess the common name is incorrect because it never came from Erie and Jaya. Um, but I don't know, man, it's like it's hard to, it's hard to change those things. And, uh, in herpticulture, like once that thing is stuck, it's like chondros, you know, they're not chondros anymore. They're Morelia, but. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, okay. This is, this is, it, it, it's sort of a, a political thing. Well, you know, a government yeah. thing. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> because um, yeah, ha- having 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 been there, having been right. there, the Irian the Indonesian government decided on a whim that it was no longer going to be called Irian Jaya, it was going to be called West Papua. If you go there, guess what the people there consider themselves? Irian Giants. Irian. Do the people get called IJs? Are they IJs? Yeah, they, 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 they say they're, you know, they're from Aryan Giant. They don't say they're from West right. Papua because the Papuan people okay. are a completely different set of people. I mean, they are a completely right. different set of people. You know, right. they're from Aryan Giant. So if you use the logic that these are now Western Papua, I guess now we have to have reclassify all of these Myanmar pythons that are all over the place, in, you know, including right. in, infesting the Everglades and everything else. Right. Because that's what the government said, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, a funny story about that, not to go off, but like in Philadelphia, there was a pet shop and you weren't allowed to sell Burmese pythons in Philadelphia. So I went up to the pet shop and I was a kid and I'm like, 
that really looks like a Burmese python. Why do you call it Mal, 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 Mal whatever it is, Mal, 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 python? Yeah. And they're like, well, that's just it's a different locality of of the, you're not allowed to sell Burmese, but you're allowed to sell this. I'm like, but it's the same thing. And they're like, no, it's not. Shut up, kid. Get yeah. out of here, kid. <laughs> yeah, that's when Eric got thrown out. Yeah. So, but, okay. uh, All right. yeah. <laughs> All right. To me, to, it, it, it always bugged me. I mean, they're, they're coming out of Indonesia. It is what it is, but okay. You know, right. it's the same. It's the same snakes have been coming out of there for years. You know, I remember I honestly, when they first started. Yeah. I honestly don't Came think that name is going to stick. To be honest, no, it's, I, it's I just too, too ingrained. Yeah, I like the name Jaya's. I think that's cool. <laughs> you oh know, my god! Like, <laughs> instead of calling them Irian Jaya's or IJ's, you just call them Jaya's. You know, I don't know. I heard Luke Snell say that on one of our earlier episodes. It, <laughs> it sounded would cool. be you. Yeah. It, would, it would be you Jaius. and Luke to be like, we're gonna call him Jaya's. Like, stop it. Well, that's just what he called him. He's like, you know, wow, that's a cool Jaya. I'm like, wow, that's a that sounds that sounds much better than. Papu and Python, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but yeah. Um, and we've officially <laughs> gone off the rails. So um, <laughs> yeah, we've gone been now. On every Show's gone. Now. Yeah, it's yeah. over. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> but well, it's fun uh, talking about this stuff that nobody. You know it is, and I mean, like, <laughs> and that's and that's one of the things that you know, if you're just freshly getting into this stuff and you're just slowly learning. Are you going to start thinking that there's a, a whole nother, uh, lo- like subspecies of Morelli? You're like IJs, and now here Papa on pythons. That's a whole new thing. Yeah. It's like that. <laughs> is that going to mess somebody up? I mean, yeah, it is, man. It is. Yeah. I found it already. I've had people reaching out, and they're like, "What is a? What's the difference between a Papa and carpet python and an IJ?" And I'm like, "Oh man, well, here we go." And well, the pro- <laughs> and and Papa and pythons don't help either because we've yeah. been hammered, hammering home the point that Aussie olives and uh, Papa and olives are two entirely different things. Please stop calling them both olive pythons. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're not even in the same genus, man. I know. <laughs> Holy shit. You know, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, IJs are one of those ones that are near and dear to me. I, I love them. I think that, uh, see, I even just called them IJs. I think that they yes, haven't been selectively yeah. bred. <laughs> they, they got the short end of the stick. But mark my words, man, in about. Ten years from now, you're going to be saying everybody's going to want Irian Giants. They're going to be like, "Wow, you mean amazing. Pop One Python or Pop One whatever, Pop <laughs> whatever one you want Jaius. to call it, Giants." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, insert that. I mean, yeah. In their own way, aren't you? I mean, you know, because you already got the antics, you got the stripes, and you got the you got the the granite, so you've already got them well represented. Yeah, and even then, yeah, just the line of that have... you can still bring in wild stuff to bring in new blood and have. Yeah. You know, killer colors and different projects. I mean, Eric's going with the black ones, and then I know other people that are going orange and rust colored. I would love to get into it. I can't breed them, apparently. (laughs) So I have to stick to coastals, which apparently are just dumb and breed anything. So, yeah. Well, even coastals, man, they they haven't (laughs) been, you know, I don't think that they've been selectively bred to their potential either. Yeah. No. No. I think they they got some cool. 
The well, Jag took them off the rails. And, exactly. We talked about that. Jag showed up and ruined everything. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. we stopped, stopped, stopped trying to selectively breed. We just made Jags. Who truly worked with pure coastal? I mean, you know, they don't have some sort of genetic going on with them. Me. Michael Pennell. You. <laughs> Me. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much Um Trying to think. Eric Hernandez, he has uh, pure. There's like a handful of guys, but and anybody who does right. locality stuff, Kohler, yeah. Josh, yeah, you know, Nick, you know, Nick. But most people want to breed it into morphs, which is fine. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not against that, and you know, uh, that's fine. But like I said, you know, you could probably make some really nice carpets looking, uh, you know, if. You know, you just took the time to selectively breed them you know, yeah. a little bit. So. Just yeah, you just don't have the brilliant. Yeah, you just don't have the brilliant black and yellow that people want when No, of course not. Exactly. <laughs> you don't no, get but those. not everybody. Not everybody likes black and yellow. You know, I mean, just True. like you said earlier, there's, there's, you know, there's a lid for every pot, if you will. You know. Um, yep. Yeah. And some people like, you know, I'm sure you saw that with ball python. Some people like, you know, Mojave and butters and some people like, you know, uh, bumblebees and, you know, yep. champagnes. And I mean, there's just so many palettes of colors and some people will look at one and they'll be like, oh, my God, that's ugly. You're like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> you know, but uh, I don't know. But if you start with a good base, my feeling is, is that, you know, like granites, they even haven't been selectively bred. I mean, they're just starting to get outcrossed, so they're not uh, like. Uh, they have eyeballs? Yes. Crazy that's good. stupid. We want them to have eyeballs. Yeah. We want them to have eyeballs. Yeah. Right. God. So, so what other projects are you working with? Any other cool things you have on the horizon? Um. Uh... Well, like I said, I mean, I'm going to be working the snow into everything. Right. Um, right. So, okay. So here's a question for the snow, for stuff with like, do you think that it's going to make a difference? You know, for something that's a white snake with very minimal pattern, like what's your thoughts on how it's going to, would you breed it into tiger per se? Do you think that would matter? Um, it, all I can say is you got to look at the picture because you'll, it, on a base snow, oh, you'll absolutely see the pattern. No ifs, ands, okay. or buts about it. Okay. Um, you know, the, the bigger question is, and, you know, I'm, I'm further away from this than I would really like to be, but like the zebra jag snows, that now you're reaching an area of how how much are you seeing, how much pattern are you seeing of that or not. Um, right. Knowing what I've seen between between the, the high quality photos of the moon glows and the super the super moon glow, that's when you really start to lose all pattern. Um, right. You know, I I don't like I said I next year, barring something going horribly wrong, I should have zebra snows, um, and I, I I have no idea how those things are going to really turn out. Um, right. You know, they might have a lot of a lot of pale yellow on them and white, or they might have uh, very minimal yellow on. I just I don't know. And we all know, you know, the zebra jags. They have so little pattern to them anyway. Um, right. You know, at least the really good ones. Um. So you know, it's it's there. It's trying to mix everything in. Um. I, 
in the one the one mutation I don't work with in any way, shape, or form is the granite. Um, right. And I guess the, yeah. and, and the, the biggest the biggest reason is I don't know where how to start mixing it into things. Um, hmm. I had a long conversation with somebody who's trying very hard to produce a granite super uh I was say granite super cinnamon um super zebra <laughs> the hell was that <laughs> okay i had two and, shots at it this year and failed but <laughs> well it, it, there's the real real possibility that the super zebra might not might absolutely overpower the granite have you seen and the them? only way uh well i don't think anybody has and i think that's the, oh, the yeah. secret um, oh, no. Paul's produced them. You've never seen them? The super they look like a Maclot. Yeah. They look like a okay, Maclot. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I, I've been talking to, to to Todd, and, you know, supposedly he got one, but, you know, he just produced a couple more clutches of them this year. Mm-hmm. And he's really, he's really backtracking on what he thought was, oh. you know, the Super Zebra Granite. And and he he he's really thinking it might be one of those things you might not be able to prove it out until you breed it out. There might not be a visual difference. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I did this pairing this year. I did a well, I did a granite zebra to a caramel jag het granite. Right? Turns out that my granite zebra is actually a caramel granite zebra. I think. I that out. <laughs> um, because. I got animal. I'll, I'll send you pictures after the show. I don't know if you've seen them, but these things, I can't figure out what they are. And some of them look like they could be a super zebra granite caramel, but there, there's no way that they can be. It's just, there's, there's no way for it to be super zebra. And, I, and I've asked all the guys, I've asked Paul, I've asked uh, star, I've asked, you know, Nick, I've asked, uh, I didn't ask Todd. I should probably send a message to Todd and see if he thinks, you know, Hashem, all those guys that had any chance of even ever seeing something like this and they don't know what it is. So their answer was just let it shed out a few times. Well, I'm like, it has. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's still, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it didn't make it any better. The only thing I can say for sure is it has jag in it. <laughs> for sure it has jag. <laughs> You know, oh, because it flipped over. Yeah. Well, no, you can just tell by the way that their head moves. Okay. It, you know, you're like, oh yeah, you're a jag. You know, so. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I understand that. You know, I, I, I guess. Hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I, that, that sort of leads me to you know, I, I at one point in time I did question, you know, can how can you you know once you start mixing any other, any other genes in with it how can you pull the caramels out out of the clutch of the babies because i i was i had a one clutch that i was i was really struggling with mm-hmm. you know and I, I with people and i got a lot of you know it can be really tricky of course I, 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 I talked to nick and he said it's easy if they're red and they don't have any albino blood in them they're a caramel really mm-hmm. <laughs> <Is> that <laughs> <laughs> Um, Perhaps. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I would say that it's difficult where I've been like, this thing looks gorgeous and it has barely any black on it. This is, I'm going to put this as a pos super. And then three sheds later, the black comes in and I'm like, never mind. It's like, that's, 
you know, it could still be a Posh Super, but I'm not going to sell it as one because it looks like there's so much black on it. So, and even then, I, you, know, you don't know. You don't know until you breed but, it, and it sucks. It's, but yeah, I, I mean, I got all these. I got all these possible Super Caramels, and I'll. I, yeah. I can tell you straight up. Yeah, I, I've bred them out at this point. I've proved out which ones are supers and which ones aren't. And I can guarantee you, I you can't look at a super and go, oh, that's definitely a super. Because no. you couldn't tell the difference between these, these two animals, the possible super, you know, the, the one that is just a caramel and the one that is a, a, a super. You, you can't tell. I don't – I'm not buying that there's a visual difference between them because no. there's just, you know – it's your best I mean, educated guess. I mean, yeah, is, you're like that one could be, and you know, and that helps. But I guarantee you, you're still going to be surprised sometimes. So yeah, no, no matter what, yeah, always pick the one that's got the great golden color and the less black and blah 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 blah. And that you know what, that is probably one of your best bets. But you can always be surprised. So yeah, yeah, I think we're in uncharted territory. These things we think we know what they're going to look like, and then they don't. Like, here's a question. So you've done ball pythons. How did you figure it out with ball pythons? Just breed them? Yeah, you just had to breed them. In a and lot then, of cases. So there we go. And then although, you would know, although, like, definitively that this looks like that? Like, okay, you know, but it, it sort of depends. You, you, can pick out a, you, you can pick out a super pastel all day long over regular pastels. Easy. Sure, yeah. Super cities, you can pre- pick out all day long. You know, it might actually, you know, now that I think about it, I don't know that there's any gene that is similar to that in ball python. Okay. Because um, in a lot of cases, the super gene is just, it's just something entirely different. Okay. Um, it's so think, far different. I, think, I, guess, so, yeah. I guess, I guess the one gene I know that you're, you're still guessing with it is the, uh, the orange dream gene. They're right, still guessing right. which ones, which ones are supers and which ones aren't, um, uh, and and they're mixed into five other different genes at the same time. Oh, fuck no, <laughs> <laughs> that'll make yeah. it easier. It's like no. Right. <laughs> um, okay, so you thinking this might be your super zebra granity potential thing? Oh, he said. Well, there's there's. There's four different yeah. snakes there. Um, okay, okay, there's four different snakes here. Wonderful. Yeah, they're not the same. Um, <laughs> so the first one looks like it could be a granite super zebra. The second one, maybe a granite caramel super zebra. The third one, to me, looks like it's a granite zebra. And that last one, that I, I don't I, I don't. The hell if I know. I, yeah. I think it might be a caramel granite zebra jag, but, you know, that's been the guess. Yeah. Yeah, that would yeah. be my best guess. Um, interesting, interesting. But but you only had one zebra you were breeding to together here, right? Correct. So it, yeah, it can't be. It was a car. It was <laughs> so where this come from? <laughs> so it can't be a super. So what is that? Is that granite? Is that like? Oh, everybody in the in our chat's asking. So I'll they post. want the pictures. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> you get nothing. <laughs> yeah. We're in our own special chat. Yeah, you don't get, get to come into this chat. Don't you, are, you, are you sure one of these animals wasn't just one of those really, really ugly zebras? <laughs> I don't know, man. Wouldn't that Again. suck? It's like after all this, it's just a really hideous zebra. It's like, oh, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. 
you know, I mean, I I've produced I've produced some some zebras. You know, you know they're zebras, but you know they they're they're not oh, yeah. the narrow band zebras. They're the really you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've I've produced you know, I produced some zebra stuff, and mostly everything that I've done with zebra has been crosses, you know, whether it's uh, albino or whatever. But I don't know. I think I think part of the problem with the granite and the zebra is that the gene is kind of similar, you know. So mm-hmm. when you mix it together, it's kind of like. Uh, oh yeah, there's uh, small differences between the two. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I think yeah. I think I think it makes for some cool looking things. <laughs> you've got some animals you're going to be raising up here. Is what you've got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The 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 real the one that's in the black picture to me is I think that's just the coolest looking. Like when that came out of the egg, I was like, holy shit, what is that? You know. <laughs> yeah. But that, that's that's one of those that you just look at and you go, yep, it's not going anywhere. Oh hell no! <laughs> no 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 no! I know. I, and I'm if it is, sure all four aren't. Yeah. And if it is a caramel, then you know it would only gain yellow as mean? it ages, and you know who knows? Yeah. Is it is it super caramel because there was two caramels involved? That you know, I, yeah, who knows, man? But that's the fun of this, you know, growing it up, yeah. reading it back, and then. And then I'll be wrong. And like four years from now, I'll be saying, nope, that wasn't what I thought it was. <laughs> four years from now, I will realize I have no idea what I'm talking about. And we'll all move on. It's like, yeah. But I guess my problem is, is like, how do I sell something like that? How do you sell it? Like, how do you? You be honest. You tell everybody this is what you think it is. And you yeah, make well, sure that uh, they understand. The, you, I, I, you, even, even more simplify it even more. This was mom. Yeah. This was dad. This is what came out. Offer me money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here, you pay snake now. It's like, hey, yeah. I like this idea. <laughs> Just dumb it real down. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, I mean, I, I think I think the one that you said, I, I, I would bet zebra granite on the one that, that's next to the black one, but those other two, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm with you. That one that uh yeah, but the two that look like who knows what. Obviously I'm holding them back. The only one that I would be somebody wants a granite zebra from me, so I think that's that one is pretty definitely it's either a caramel granite zebra or a granite zebra. But mm-hmm. right. it doesn't have jag in it and you know. I have adults so I kinda know what the kind of pattern looks like, but I don't know. We'll see. But like it's I said, that's what makes the fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, there you go. You only you only really get upset because, you know, you're in this for the long haul, so you can take your time. You can breed it out. You can figure it out later. You know, that's where you don't get upset. It's people who were like, I needed to sell this entire clutch now. Those are the ones who get upset, like, real quick. But whatever. You're you're in the wrong business if you need to sell this. <laughs> Leave <Yeah>. now. <laughs> I hate to say it. It's the truth of the matter. You know, yep. it's just, you're dealing with the wrong breed of animals or something like that. Yeah. If you want, you know, it's what makes, it's what makes them different and what's, you know, it makes it much more fun. I'll give you that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just don't know what we got. Yeah, I think that's what drives me to the morphs. I don't know how you feel it, but it's kind of like that, you know, uh, Christmas Day type of feeling. Like, you know, you know, when you when you hatch out jungles or whatever, you know, it's pretty much gonna what you're getting. But when Why you, you know uh, <laughs> you know, and some may be nicer than others or whatever, but mm-hmm. when you hatch out some of these weird combos that have never been done, now you're like, you know, what the hell's gonna come yeah. out of there? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you. You know what? These the, the first two really dark ones. I'm gonna ask you the same question. Somebody, they, I'm always asked with with this girl. What do the tips of the tails look like on those two? Normal. That's I yeah, would be, so I would be yeah I would be really heavily inclined to not believe they're super zebras just based on that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, I don't believe they're super zebras at all. But you know, when okay. you look at what people say you know i guess what i'm saying is is like the people that i've asked that's what they think it is they're like what was the pairing again i'm like this is a bit so it can't be a super i'm like no it's not a super zebra man but yeah you know yeah that's funny yeah for sure all right nick when it gets old enough we'll breed it to an albino brisbane granite stonewash jag and then we'll really mess it up so You'll produce spectacular <laughs> animals in that. <laughs> There'll be something, um, but <laughs> but uh, that's awesome. But anyway, David, before we uh, let you go out of here, because this is just way too much fun, <laughs> um, uh, we have we have some closing questions, and we're gonna see how many. Uh, Hopefully we don't uh, set the internet on fire with these, but um, okay. So I'm right, not so supposed the, to cause trouble, trouble with this, right? Got it. No, 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 no. I no. Nev- oh, whenever you're on this show, because we're gonna have you back at some point, because it's just been hilarious. Um, I always <laughs> want you to. I always want you to cause trouble. That's all I want. So, um, but any anyway, uh, if you could keep any reptile without limitations, whether it be by law or money, or anything like that, what would it be and why? Uh, probably Komodos. Nice. <laughs> okay. They, you know, I, 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 was, I, was, I was in the Komodo Islands in June. Um, oh, that is so cool. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and you have to be there to believe it. And you think you're going to this island and there, there are park rangers all over the place. And you think, oh, big lizard. You know, because, you know, I'm here by, you know, I I, I know Trooper Walsh. Um, yeah. He was the first person who, who bred him here in captivity over at the National Zoo in, in uh, conjunction with George Mason University. Um, and you, you get this impression when you're there, you know, they're in captivity of this, that, the other thing that, you know, these would be really cool lizards to, to deal with. And then you go to the islands and it, there's, it, the Komodo Islands are actually a group of islands and they're, they're dragons everywhere. And, mm-hmm. and the keepers are on constant watch because, you know, the, these humans that are walking around, they're really just another prey item. They really aren't the god for just another person. Um, you know, they'll, they'll come up, they'll they'll grab you in the back of the leg or whatever. They bite you. They 
they, they get you with the venom that they have, they get you with the bacteria that they have, and they'll just wait you out to die. And it, it, it's, it's, you know, I, I spent, I don't know, I spent a, I spent a whole morning walking around Rinka Island, which is one of the islands there. And these things are literally everywhere, and your head has to be on a swivel. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, it, 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 and I say that, and you think, okay, whatever, and, and you're going through, and I, we, we climb to the top of one of these, one of these mountains, and, you know, there's, there's, for lack of a better word, there's a gazebo that overlooks the ocean from up there. And then you look, and there's one just sort of sleeping under the gazebo that you didn't notice because it was kind of hidden behind, you know, one of the uh, one of the posts. And you're like, that's that's just like a six foot dragon there that oh if you God. really didn't notice, he just wandered too close to you know he, he could have if, if he wanted to could have come up to to do something to you. And then you know you come across one of the really big ones that is a legitimate eight foot animal that is legitimately you know I don't know it's big around bigger around than a basketball. These big ones. These are really that's a, really big. That's <laughs> so cool. <laughs> um, so you know the intelligence that goes behind these things, mm-hmm. the size, the sheer fact that that. These are these are these are dinosaurs. There's no other way to put it. These are dinosaurs. They they it would be something that if it were completely legal and had the ability to house it properly and everything, would absolutely love to work with. It'll never happen and I'm aware of that. You know, we live in them on the island, have a happy day. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's awesome. Um Dude, like we may have to have you come back just tell us all the crap that you've seen traveling because you know you've been all over the place. That's awesome. Um, but now the other one comes is if uh, you could go herping anywhere in the world, where would you want to go and what would you be hoping to find? Um, where would I want to go? Um, I want I want to go back to the Raja Ampat area of Indonesia. Okay. Um, I I think if anything I'd want to see Bolins in the wild. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that would be cool. It's on the list. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm 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 going to fly out to LA for the the Super Show in August. And I okay. plan on sitting down with Dan and talking with him cuz you know what one of my, one of my day jobs is arranging dive travel, and I really want to talk to him because he I know his plan is to retire and do some herp travel, and I really want to hook up with him and do something like that um, with him. You know, I don't want to run something like that, but you know, he's he's already he's already ingrained with that. But I really want to do one of those trips with him just just because you know I don't need to capture stuff. I don't play with wild card. I don't. Okay, let me trace that. I don't want to keep any wild caught stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll play with wild, you know, I'll play with stuff in the wild all day long. Um, yeah. But I, I, I want to do, I want to do trips like that with him. I get, and I guess behind that is Thailand, because um, you know, Thailand just has everything under the sun, and it, it's just a matter of having some idea of where the hell you're going. Mm-hmm. It, it's a big country with so many different types of regions to find stuff. Um, 
you know, that, that would probably be the next, next place. But Raja Ampat, you know, hitting that, that general vicinity. You can go through Arian Jai. You can hit, hit the islands as you go up north from there, uh, you know, because there are only like, you know, 500 of them. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, to see, just to see what all you could possibly, you know, you've got all the monitors and everything else. Yeah. Um, you know, in addition to the snakes, and then you know, let's be honest, you get there's some there's some crazy, crazy, crazy insects and stuff to be found there. You know, see it all. That's awesome. I love that. So, uh, what is the best way for the listeners to get in contact with you if they want to talk snakes, purchase something, uh, follow you, see how your uh, clutches, what your breeding programs are? How would they go about doing that? <laughs> Facebook is the best way to do it. I'm still trying. I'm, 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 I'm still back and forth. And do I really want to do a website of some sort? Um, mm-hmm. You can Instagram. You can you can Instagram. Follow me on Instagram just as well. Facebook. You can message me on Facebook if you really want to talk to me. Then you know I'm happy to give out my phone number for people to actually talk and or purchase stuff. Um, you know I, I do I do the various assorted you know big websites. Um, you know, to, to list animals off and stuff, but I, I'm really using Facebook more to be able to just get pictures of stuff that I can consider available up. You know, it's just, you know, KD Selective Creations. Um, that's that's the best way to reach out and get in touch with me. Happy, Obviously, I'm happy to talk, and I, you know what? I'll listen to you. I'll give you the best advice I've got to give you. I can only tell you what I know works for me. What works for me doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you. Um, right. Everything's a little different. I can just give you, you know, hey, this is what works for me, and I can, you know, you want to figure out how to get this baby eaten, I'll give you, you know, 500 different ways before you start throwing quails at it, as opposed mm-hmm. to going from one to step two quails, and now it's stuck on quails. Good luck. Have a happy life. Um, you know, things like that, I, you know, I, I, advice is free, whatever, you know, I'm doing it. it I, want, I want people to be happy. I want the best for their animals and, you know, go, go from there. All right. Awesome. Very, very cool. All right. Well, uh, I guess we're going to jump off and uh, yeah. Thanks for coming on. And yeah, we didn't even get into keeping or breeding or any of that. No, we we went on a tangent about shit. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to do a round two at some point. Uh, But uh, yeah, man, it was good. doesn't everybody keep and keep and breed all the stuff the same way anyway? <laughs> yeah, kind of, but, you know. <laughs> we want to hear some of those tips uh, about, uh, you know, feeding babies and all, but uh, very good. <laughs> I think what we talked about was much funner. <laughs> yeah. It's the, it's the live versus frozen thing. Yeah, good luck with that. It's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you really want to open up the floodgates of hate. Yeah, yeah here we go. <laughs> let's, let's do that next yeah. time. <laughs> no, you know, anything I sell will be eating frozen thawed. That's the best I can ever tell you. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. I am very quickly, I am becoming one of those people that you know, if the babies refuse to eat frozen thawed, you know what? They can just starve to death. Um, go ahead and, I can go ahead and die. I, that sounds like I, me. I, I have no, I mean, I had one of my possible head zebras that I produced, you know, possible double head snow zebras that I produced last year. She didn't eat for the first eight months of her life. 
somehow managed to survive one day, decided to start eating. Now she'll take it, it take meal every single time, no questions asked. Go figure. Right. Whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Good. So, you know, just whatever. So glad you had me on. It was fun. Hope you guys had yeah. fun. I hope I didn't piss your listeners off. I can. No, who cares? I can, <laughs> yeah. We're who cares old, man? about who them? Cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who gives a shit? No, no. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Nah, man. So. <laughs> I was a blast. I had a great time. For Definitely sure. very cool. Okay, good. All right. But. Thanks, guys. Eagles fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> very thanks, cool. love. We'll check up with you soon. All right. Oh man, we had some passion flowing tonight, Owen. I love, but I love those episodes because you know I love it because we we had this thing. We have the you know people don't people do know or don't know that you and I usually try to have some sort of a plan of how we're going to interview some. But I love the episodes where we're like ten minutes in and you and I clearly have just thrown the guide out the window because we're just rolling or we're just spitballing or this is leading to this. And it's a conversation. Those episodes I feel are better than the, and then how do you keep the carpet Python in the box? (laughs) It's like that. I kind of, yeah, I kind of like, uh, I do that more for the guests than for us anymore. You know what I mean? Because like we've been doing this so long, we kind of have like forever. We've been doing this forever. I don't remember a time where we didn't do this, where we didn't do it. Yeah. Where we can just kind (laughs) of roll with it. I mean, you start to, it's just like talking to somebody, but like, I think what makes it, you know, the guest gets nervous because they don't know what you're going to ask and they don't want to like, if all of a sudden we start asking for what is the, the, you know, the size of the eggs of a carpet python and they're like, what? Uh, I don't know. Also, it's a good backbone to fall back on if there is something or we do get held up or you know there is a topic that we can't or you know or, or the questions or it's a good thing to have in the background so you know yeah you definitely should but, keep making them so I, i'm with you though i do i do like when it kind of like you know because it's spontaneous i think i hope yes. that the listeners uh get that from uh from it but uh yeah i mean you know again I'm going to say this at the end as a disclaimer, like, you know, before uh, people get all up in arms, like, you know, we're just stating what we think, man. It's, it's we're not, not, we're not necessarily we're fact. Not. <laughs> and uh, we're not, uh, you know, you know, experts of any sort, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do? So I'm making uh, two appearances this week. Uh, I have a, a guest appearance uh, on the Corrales radio. Uh, oh, Thursday oh, to talk about IJs. Yeah, you know. So. Oh, they're bringing you on. All right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, talk about all, all about them because you know I can't talk about them on my podcast, so I have to talk about. No, them you're not allowed to. It's part of my contract. You're only there, limited to a certain amount wait. of minutes of IJ talk. Yeah. I did catch in the middle of the show. You know, I'm not. Gonna I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. I did no, catch. Didn't happen. I did catch it. Don't I caught it, you. <laughs> Rob. You mark no, down that no, and you don't you, you pull it out now. This? I want that in the mix for this season of the clips. <laughs> See, my fear now, my fear now is that like in three years from now when we're reviewing this, it's gonna be like in this is the year Owen fell in love with IJ's. Like son of a bitch. It's yeah. like yeah, no, yeah. Oh man, 
Yeah, like I said, I listen back and it's so funny how different we were. Man, I'm I don't like, want to think about it. <laughs> oh man, it's great. If you really want to laugh, man, you just go back oh. and listen to uh, to those early episodes. Oh my god, it's it's, it's like so you go crazy. back in time and warn young Owen just so yeah, many things like, they need to tell him. <laughs> we're just talking about shit and we don't know. We're just like, oh yeah, blah 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 blah. Oh, I can't wait stupid. to get them. I can't wait to get them. And was it Panthers? Like, was it Panthers that I was? Because I remember I was all about them. That was I chase. You're just like, oh god, we oh that no, I was just foolish. Well, yeah. because Luke and he, Luke and Nick come on, they're like, you can breed them with your eyes closed. I'm like, son of a bitch, yeah. And then I couldn't do anything. <laughs> like, so I believe I, I, I was hate a victim you, Snake. of false advertisement. Yeah, you know, this is I got set up by some people, right? So. But yeah, it will be cool. I'll be on there. Uh, I think it's Thursday. They're on Blog Talk too, and I'm sure you'll see the nice. links around. But uh, yeah, it should be fun. I think uh, Steve Katz is going to be on there with me. I guess it's like an IJ roundtable of sorts. But, uh, I think we're talking uh, bloodlines, morphs, selected breeding projects. You know. All, all right. I'll think of a. I'll think of a question. I'll think of a question to send in. <laughs> there you go. Um, no. If you had to pick between completely useless and ugly brown snake, what would you pick? So, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be weird. It's always weird being yeah. on the other side of the. Uh... I, isn't it? Like, you know, yeah. when I did. When I did like, here's the thing. The, you and from I the did. You know, you and I did one podcast, one cross radio where it was you and me. I remember that. And then I did the one uh, GTP keeper without you. And then, like, we've done two GTP keepers with each other. And then I did from the ground up. It's always weird being on the other end of it. And it's always yeah. weird being on the end, other end of it alone because NPR gets brought up. And it's like, you know, it's I, yeah. yeah, all right. He's not here. It's like, you know. It's, <laughs> what would Eric think? I don't keep, what would Owen yeah, I don't think? Keep, I don't have Eric underneath a table over here. Like, he's not going to, like, yeah. lean. Like, I half wanted to have you come over. When I did from the ground up, have you like lean, like walk by for no reason? <laughs> oh, dude, we have to do that. <laughs> no, it has to be you doing it when I do it. Exactly. We'll have to get back off the show, and you'll have yeah. to come up. Just, just, just walk like, by. Like, like, they're like, what the hell was that? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, oh, hi, later, and sleep. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. Uh, oh, now, now I have to find that picture. <laughs> going to the shit out of me. No, it's... Oh man! The one with Tinley, where you're like keep trying to take like, yeah, like, just I don't know, popping up and I just all kept leaning in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Look, this is the outside of Tinley. Lean. It's like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Where'd that guy come from? Get get oh, the hell man. out of my pictures. Right. You know, yeah, I'm totally alright with that. Anyway, let's get the hell so, out yeah. of here. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 wrap it up. So um yeah so so there's that um, MariahPythonRadio.com um. Now that I have that, well, I got to finish my website first, but as soon as mm. I do that, I'm probably going to revamp uh, NPR too, uh, just because the new template that they have is much more uh, user-friendly and doing it on the phone is much more user-friendly. So nice. stay tuned for that. Um, but uh, in the meantime, uh, MoreliaPythonRadio.com is everything that's uh, Morelia that, you know, more more subspecies, papers, articles, books, links, whatever you need to know. If you're just getting into Morelia, that's that's kind of the hub. It's a good place to start. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And if you want to get in contact with us, info at Morelia 
Radio.com is our email uh, for myself, uh, ebmorelia.com. And, um, yeah, like I said, uh, I, I'm going to be uh, putting up babies for sale real soon. Um, so I got my shipping boxes. I got my shipping container. I'm ready to go, man, you know. So uh, <laughs> I got to start getting rid of some of these snakes. Please buy so, babies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to be putting them up. I guess if you want to see them for sale, probably the best place to go would be my website, ebmorelia.com. If you have any questions, questions or comments, eric at ebmorelia.com. You can find me on Facebook. I have my page, Instagram, and I'm also now on YouTube, um, which, you know, I'm doing that. Like, usually it's like biweekly. I'm putting out YouTube videos, but uh, yeah. Yeah. That's it for me. All right. Uh, What I got is you can go to rogue-reptiles.com. Currently, we have all the animals that are up for sale at Rogue uh, on the website. Uh, Probably be adding a few in the next coming weeks as babies feed um, and get ready to roll. Uh, As far as shows go, I have nothing planned. Uh, I'm not going to be able to attend any of the shows in August and uh, probably won't be able to attend any of the shows in October. We'll see if there's maybe one or two that we can do uh, in between them. But for right now, the only way to really kind of see what we got going on is to go to rogue-reptiles.com or uh, look up rogue-reptiles at facebook.com. Give us a like over there. You can also go to my Instagram, because apparently that's a thing now, uh, which is my last name, McIntyre, M-C-I-N-T-Y-R-E, OJ at Instagram. Uh, you can follow me and I post up snake pictures and people like them. That's pretty much my entire existence. Anyway, um, that's all we have for everybody here tonight. And uh, we'll say thank you all for listening. And we're going to catch everybody back here next week for some more Morelia Python radio. Good night. <laughs>